Good to go? Yeah. Ready? Yep. Set. Go. Okay. All right. So, welcome, everybody. This is episode three of Homie Only Chat. We got a special episode today here. We got David Kimball on, creator of Blippy. Um, you know, he's a big pioneer in the in the Smash modding scene. And uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're excited for this one. David, uh, how you doing, homie? Doing awesome. Yeah. Does everyone feel uh, the relief when they realize they're part of the homies only chat? Oh, yeah. This is is that, is that what it means when you get invited? Do you oh, yeah. become part of the group? You're, you're I, never, I never thought about that. <laughs> you're in. You made it in. It's an exclusive group of three of three people mm-hmm. so far. <laughs> you're in, man. Yeah, you're. Uh, yeah, you're number three yeah. of. You're number one of three uh, people who've come to this this podcast. Oh yeah, it's it's this and, is this is hollowed ground right now. I, I, well, there. I, I feel bad saying that. Saying episode three, because I've done. Two other episodes I never included in this podcast. <laughs> Three. Do the guests know? Uh. Yeah. 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 Well, it's because like that was I did a long time ago, and then like it's like the reboot. Re- I rebooted we're, it. We're yeah, co- yeah. We're co-hosting yeah. it now because I was doing that <clears throat> little side thing. I wanted to say reboot in the name. I was like, it's too long. Yeah, I was about to say it's too much of a mouthful. We <laughs> yeah, just... like, it's like it sounds bad because <laughs> if if you did like more than two, because the, in my mind I was like, okay, you only did two, so it's not like a huge deal if mm-hmm. we just reboot it, right? It's, if you did like fifty of them, then you know it'd be like, okay, we might need to, but it's like yeah, it's two of them. One day I'll just like re-upload it and like put like episode zero. Yeah, episode zero episode oh yeah you know yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> like, exactly yeah. it's the the separate alpha episode uh-huh. beta yeah, yeah exactly they would be an even more of an exclusive group when you really think about mm-hmm. it exactly so, yeah, yeah there yeah. you go but um yeah let's just let's hop right into it i would love to know because i don't know this story at all but uh when and how did you start getting into making content oh my gosh that's a really good question um I can't. I don't know if you guys can tell, but these questions weren't sent to me ahead of time. So yes. <laughs> I've got to. I got to think of this on the spot here. Yeah, How do yeah, I start yeah. making content? That's okay. That's my life. Yeah, my entire it. life. Take your take, <laughs> take your time. Take your time. Well, I think so. Obviously, you have cr- crit. There, there is not a lot of requirements to be a content creator. You could draw a picture on a napkin, and you're a you're a content creator. That's true. So I guess if we're to use that broad definition, I started drawing when I was three years old wow. and I would just draw all the time every day mm. obsessively. Uh, if I was sitting somewhere and I was bored, I would draw something. If I was listening to a book, I would draw something. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then I got introduced to the NES super Mario brothers on the NES and duck hunt. And well, I think when I was seven years old, six or seven years old. Um, and that just, man, that, really inspired me so i started like drawing video game stuff and i was like i'm gonna make my own console and so i i drew a bunch of ideas and sketches for oh man what would a what would a gamecube but a sphere look like and i didn't know that meme was already done yeah but i just thought that would be cool so i I drew something called game world and then i created all these fake games that didn't exist that were sequels to all my favorite games and i just started this how cool it is to invent a Mario 64 sequel that was closer than sunshine was or Mm -hmm. i just thought of all these cool things and then Eventually, uh, we got high-speed internet uh, in 2006. I know, AJ, we were talking about this a while ago, like the earlier like old-school RuneScape yeah. and all that. Mm-hmm. In that era, then I thought, well, I can make my own website now. So I made this really cringy uh, video game review site, and I was a grade behind in spelling and grammar, and it showed. It showed <laughs> on those reviews. Nice. Um, but then with, with autocorrect and like, 
you know, all that stuff. Uh-huh. I got better at like spelling and grammar structures, ironically, because of those tools. Mm-hmm. Um, then I got a lot better at writing. And then uh, I made my first YouTube video that is not public. It's on my own old channel. Oh, wow. Um, so ba- technically it goes back to 2006 if you want to think about YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Dang. What, what yeah. age were you around there? If you don't mind me asking. Let's see. No, no problem. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. I was... Docs are ages. Was thirteen? Yeah. Thirteen. Okay. Yeah. That's so much cooler than my story. I made Mugen videos as a as a around that time as a kid. That's way cooler. You kidding yeah. me? I don't know. I think they're both super cool yeah. origin stories. There's like, there's like a video of me eating like a, a cheese Danish. I don't know why I did it as a kid. Like you said, content creation could just be like you know drawing on a napkin, just doing anything. Yeah. And then I guess someone in my high school. Found it and they leaked it around oh, Facebook. No. And I was like, oh, this is great. My content's being spread. <laughs> and then it became the number one most trending topic on Twitter. Yeah. Hey, how about you? Danish. How do you how do you start making content? Um on my mind, I definitely am way later in the game than you. I've always been uh someone who's on the outside kind of looking in until recently. I I, I wanted to get into Melee because I was just like, I was going through a breakup and all this stuff. And I was like, I need to, you know, instead of going to the gym or whatever, I was like, I'm going to just get into Melee, you know? <laughs> like, That's a common story. Yeah. I've, I wanted, story. <laughs> I've been wanting to do it for, I've been wanting to do it for such a long time. Like, I always loved watching Melee. I was like, this is so sick. And then I started recording my gameplay and talking over it so that I could improve, kind of. Like, I, when I had to talk, I, f- I found that I had to think about the decisions I was making more because I was like, I don't want to do something stupid because then I have to explain, you know, mm-hmm. like just the talking process. And then from there, I just started streaming and then, you know, here I am. So I started like, I mean, a year and a half ago, two years, even like 2021, I think, or yeah, March of 2021, something like that. That's 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 awesome. I mean, may- what a great excuse to get into Melee, a breakup. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then how do you guys know each other? So just I'm sorry, this is already covered. On no, 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 no. Uh, just Twitch, Tinder. Yeah, yeah, from Twitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I was, I was in this, I was in a tournament series called Level One Melee. Um, and AJ hopped in the chat, and I, and I knew his scratching videos, and I was like, oh hey, I was like, I love your scratching videos, and then he was like, oh thanks, and then I saw that he streamed, and then I just hopped in there, and he was like. He had the whole hip hop thing going, and I was like, "Oh, I, I mean, I love hip hop already." We were talking about hip hop. I never know the story. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, no, it's a... <laughs> my brain's like getting uh-huh. bigger. And, bigger. <laughs> I was and then yeah, we were just started talking. He had like some get together, and then I was like, and then he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm in SoCal," and I was like, "I'm in SoCal," and then I came over, and then here we are. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool, man. <laughs> we just... When the realization dawns on you that you actually live near one of your internet friends, it's yeah. like, yeah, it's like, like game over. Yeah, I'm always hanging out with yeah, this hey, person. Literally. He can't yeah. get rid of me now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, over, I'm over here all the time. That yeah. I guess I I think I talked about this previous. Oh, I talked about it all the time. But that culture of of inviting strangers to your house, especially because of melee. How long have you been playing melee? Like, did you ever experience 2000, that? Smash Bros. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. Casually. I, okay, I, okay, I okay. 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 Competitive. Yeah. Okay. Competitively, tw- technically, 2013 or 2012. Okay. 2012, okay. actually. Mm-hmm. So you went to your uh, a handful of Smash Fests when you. Yeah. Were it was. It was one of those things where, like, so this is funny. I actually have footage of me playing Melee from 2002. Wow. I actually have yeah. a VHS recording of Ooh, like what? the like I played a demo in like a Fred Meyer in 2001. That's like the first time I played it, but that was just the demo. The first time I played the actual game was like early summer of 2002 and it was one of those things where like i loved smash 64 as a kid just loved it to death 
Mm-hmm. I had a friend's house that I go when it like the year it came out. I didn't have an N64 yet when it came out, but and then when I saw Melee like in uh, playing on a demo disc in like a Fred Meyer or I don't remember if it was a Target or a Fred Meyer, and I looked at that and I said, "This game's gonna be huge." I mean, look at this thing, and um, so our our cousin. <laughs> Our cousin had a GameCube and he was hanging out with us. And so we went, I spent my money, my brother and my pitched in, we spent money on to rent Melee for our cousin's GameCube to play about 10 minutes of it because that's all the time we would have. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, Dad, please set up the VHS recording. Like, I want to, so of course remember, we watched it. to relive this. Back. Yeah, you got to remember this moment. Yeah. Yeah. And, and of course, you know, at the time, Dad's like, sure, okay. Mm-hmm. And, th- and now I'm like, I was ahead of my time, man. Yeah. I was way dashing. I was mm-hmm. doing all this. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wish I could take credit for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We look like completely amateurs. Yeah, but that, it's so fun to have that. And one thing is that's really fun too is I think we unlocked a trophy, and so the actual timestamp, including the time of day, is printed in that video to confirm like the exact day we were playing. Wow. So oh, just dang. a really cool yeah, thing yeah. to have. Do you remember what yeah. character you were playing in that recording? The first, so there were three matches. The first one, I picked just the character that I knew, Kirby, because he was amazing in 64. Mm-hmm. And Donnie played Pikachu, also amazing in 64. My mm-hmm. brother's name is Donald. He gets a shout out. Yeah, shout out. Um, and then after that, we wanted to try the new characters. So I picked Peach and he picked Bowser. And then for the last one, I picked Mario and Yoshi. And then the tape ran out and we had to stop playing. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So it was very short. We mm-hmm. played seven stock matches for God knows why. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, that's my earliest stuff, and uh, I got kind of involved in the local scene a little bit later. So, do you still have that tape? Because I know, like, I you're talking about your your uh, drawings you made as a kid, like your games you wanted to develop. You posted those recently. I remember that. I did. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I feel like you have it. your like your old memories and stuff. Like, yeah, I, I have. I think I got converted to DVD. So, I, but I have yeah. it on YouTube actually on my YouTube channel. Oh, I have the full original clip of the 2002 play, and it's so fun to have. And I love them. very few videos exist of gameplay footage in general from that time. Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. So <clears throat> I kind of wanted to stay on the content train a little bit because, you know, and a little bit more focused on the YouTube side of things. I, I kind of want to know what were some of your biggest inspirations as far as making content, like the people you're watching who kind of influence you? Mm-hmm. So there were different stages in my life. I think like 2010 to like 2016, I was very Microsoft focused and I liked Microsoft content a I lot. Saw, I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah, I saw you I'm guide. sure you've seen it. I've seen your guide as like 3 million. If anyone's listening, I mean, for the people who are listening, uh, I was doing research on David. I know a lot. I know some stuff because like, I've known you for a while. But I just randomly saw like you had like you have like a YouTube YouTube video on how to install Windows or something. I forgot what it was, and it was like three million views. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Like, okay, a fellow ADHD person would understand. You kind of get these obsessions. You get uh-huh. these. I mean, look. Okay, you're into melee. You're mm-hmm. a melee head. You probably understand this too. Yeah. You have these little seasons of pure obsessions where mm-hmm. you just kind of dive into something, and I just man, this is gonna sound like I'm. I'm trying to figure out how to really describe this because I was going to say, oh, I was such a nerd. I was such a geek. I'm like, we play Melee. Like, yeah. there's, a, there's an element of yeah. geek and yeah. nerd. Yeah. Yeah. We're all like room. that at some point. <laughs> so when I was looking up um, uh, MP3 players back in like 2006 and I found out about Microsoft Zune, mm-hmm. I thought it was the coolest thing ever made. I was like, dude, the, the, like, the design is so cool. Of course, it had native dark mode. It had this 
sans serif typography, this music subscription service. I'm like, dude, this is the future. This is amazing. Yeah. And of course, the Zune was a flop and a yeah, failure. Sad. Um, yeah. So sad. Mm-hmm. But I loved it. And then, of course, that became Windows Phone. And Windows Phone was just like the coolest thing ever. So I remember getting it and kind of like really getting into it. And I and I saw like Windows Central was emerging. They were Windows Phone Central at the time. They were like a huge Microsoft coverage. So they were some of my earliest inspirations for content to kind of go back to your question, Kay. I know we can go on rabbit trail sometimes. Yeah, I love um, so yeah. when Windows Central, shout out to those guys. Daniel Rubino was a big inspiration to me. I, I got to meet him in person. He's the editor in chief at Windows Central now. Wow. Um, he was visiting Bellevue one time. And I felt bold, so I tweeted him and he said, "Sure." I was like, "All right, cool. Um, <laughs> That's amazing." And so, and so, I think Windows Phone fans were kind of my first online first group where, like, we do tech meetups and we meet in person or whatever. Wow. And not well, like melee, but mm-hmm. in the window, Windows, in the Windows yeah. Room. yeah. It's weird to think about it now because I'm so part of the melee scene, but mm-hmm. I was like a Microsofty, like, hundred mm-hmm. percent back wow. then. Yeah, and then um. Windows Phone, and I love. I was one of the few people that loved Windows Eight. Everyone hated Windows Eight, but I, I loved like it because I, because the Metro stuff, dude, it was so good on phones. It just didn't translate very well to desktops. And yeah, people didn't yeah. really get it because mm-hmm. Microsoft didn't really break it in properly, in my opinion. But I mean, anyway, I, that, that's not what this podcast is about. No, no, no feel free. Because um, I'm an IT, so <laughs> okay. Uh, Windows Eight is essentially just a beta for Windows Ten. Like Windows Ten, is, in some ways, yeah. It, it, I like Windows Ten a lot. I don't yeah, want to talk about Windows. Thing- <laughs> <laughs> got the microsoft heads. Yeah, I know. the thing about windows 8 though was it had lower system requirements than 7 it was like way faster oh, way really? more secure and yeah. it was way better than 7 yeah. um the only thing that people didn't like was when you hit the windows key and it, it, something came up they didn't expect yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that was the one thing that was wrong mm-hmm. with it and everyone lost their their minds they brought that back in um, 8.1 right yeah and windows 8.1 yeah, yeah. they anyway and then in with windows 10 it, it seems okay uh it seemed like a good upgrade overall but there's so much bloat in it now and that's same yeah. for windows 11 there's so much crap mm-hmm. in in the os it's so mm-hmm. bloaty and bad and windows yeah. 8 was the last one that didn't have that like freemium model feel that's like true. the modern windows do i'm so, so used to just adding like third-party tools that just recreate it for you you know brings back the start menu it brings out everything Tax. that's how you know an os is broken yeah. when you you're so you're like i Here's my list of third-party things to make it functional. Yeah, that's true. That's you know? true. That's true. So, uh, yeah. but that, so then to say for for melee stuff specifically, man, there's a lot of people that I like. I, I wouldn't say I emulate their style really in any way, but Relax Alax, I love his mm, videos yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, me too. He makes me great too. content. In particular on melee, he has one about melee being Sakurai's magnum opus that mm-hmm. I think is really mm. good and worth a watch. Yeah. Um, Jontron is hilarious. Oh, yeah. He's really inspired me. I love John Jafari. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um. And then also, uh, it's it's a meme now. But did you know gaming uh, oh, yeah. really influenced I love, I love me too? Gaming. I love did you know gaming? Yeah. yeah, and they they really influenced me as well. And so, mm-hmm. in fact, somebody commented on my Smash documentary. They're like, "Man, this guy sounds like uh, did you know?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, like your what? affliction. Yeah, that's the, yeah, that's a tip of the hat, right you there. Know, someone yeah. told me that when I first started streaming. This, do you know who Chef Wishes is? Yeah. Okay. Maybe if someone's watching, Chef Wishes Wait. is this guy who cooks. He's like an OG, like YouTube, like YouTube tutorial, how to cook mashed mm-hmm. potatoes guy. And I slowly <laughs> stole, like I've watched his videos so much. And he, every time he talks, he's like in a question. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Mm-hmm. And when I first started streaming, I, you don't know what your voice is going to, like how you want to speak in front mm-hmm, of the stream. Totally. And I remember I would just talk <laughs> like, <you> know, <laughs> like with a question. Make everything a question. And, and I didn't notice until my friend came in like, Andrew, you got to stop watching your <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, shout out to Chef John. Yeah. That's that freaking so hilarious. Have, do you notice that now, either you or Kate? Do you guys notice who you're around? You start picking up their like quirks and mm. their speaking mannerisms and things. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I, I definitely think as as far as content wise, like just the streamers that you hang out with. Even I, I adopt so much lingo that I'm like, I never used to say this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't even mm-hmm. know where this came from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I feel like I just I've been picking up like I don't know. I've just been saying stuff like Saxon was talking about. Yeah, yeah like yeah, any yeah. any of the, any like any of the streamers and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I see it rubbing on on them, like yeah. how they. Um, I'm seeing people wearing beanies and stuff, <laughs> wearing my jackets and. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing my AJ impression right now. It's good though. Yeah, I like Great. it. It's fun though. I like seeing the. I don't know the permutations of personalities kind of converging. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. It's like, oh, I, I know, I don't, I know what I just did, and I know exactly why I just did it. Yeah, this person mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Now I'm doing it. I, I think that's a beautiful thing about you know uh, the sort of journey of content creation and streaming and stuff like that is you know you start off kind of here and then you take a little piece of something you like from here and kind of make it your own and then take something from here and then you you know at the at the end of the journey you've sort of come you've you 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 have your own kind of style i, I think that's yeah 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 <clears throat> um but yeah i i also would like to know you know i've i was I've, i was binging your your youtube videos in preparation for it. i already i was already a fan i watched all your stuff beforehand and then when i saw you hanging out at aj's chat i was like what david like david kipper's here this is tight so but I would really love to know sort of how the what if series began because I know that's kind of like your bread and butter sort of content. Mm-hmm. Like, well, how how did you sort of come up with the idea to start that? Yeah, that's a great question. So, so to go, kind of continue our journey from like you, AJ, you asked about like how I got involved in local scenes and stuff about, yeah. about 2012 or so. So in 2012, I just like remember I I found old emails between my brother and I from like 2007 saying like did you know that like, you can do this thing? Like there's advanced techniques for melee and stuff. And like, there was like, we knew about it sort of, but we didn't like really do anything Implement. about it. And yeah, then yeah. in 2012, I thought like, wasn't there a thing you could do in melee that was like really insane. And then I looked that up and then I found my local smash scene. And so I started going to locals in like 2012. Damn. Um, and that was of course just before the documentary, Sam Ox's smash for those documentaries yeah, yeah. just before Evo 2013 and all that stuff. And so I kind of got in really at like a really good, interesting time. Um, but very soon after that, I discovered Project M, and I know a lot of other people have as well. Because that's my, yeah, that's right. my world. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think you explained it before, AJ. But didn't you stumble upon PM, and then as that got you into competitive yep. melee? Well, actually, that's sort of what happened. Yeah, it kind of. Yeah, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. I I learned about. Well, it's like I I was having a party, and people told me like, "Oh, we should get Smash," because it's like a perfect party game, like you know. Totally. But uh, I couldn't figure out how to get <laughs> melee, I because that's the one I grew up with and I was really familiar with. But I couldn't figure out how to get that onto uh, my Wii, like uh, through you know like Wii Loader GX or something. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> but um, I was like, oh, I will look it up, and then I was like, how to put bra- uh, melee on Wii, and the three point oh two trailer came up on YouTube. And I was like, what is this? You're like zooming and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, oh, dude. And there's like a crazy like uh, EDM song that I play. <laughs> I remember it. I remember the color purple for some reason. Yeah. I just, 
Oh, those are the those, those are the Project M colors. Oh yeah, it mm-hmm. is. It is. Yeah, yeah it's purple. If I close yeah. my eyes, I hear the music and I hear see big purple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I was like, "All right, let's get this." And I got I brought it to the party and we all played it. And I was like, "Hey, this is this feels good." And then mm-hmm. the documentary came. Aha! Uh-huh. Yeah, perfect timing. Yeah. Props to the PMDT from a marketing standpoint. That's mm-hmm. you remember their brand colors. You remember the experience of you searching and finding it. Like yep. that's a stellar yep. experience yeah. from a marketing standpoint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, so anyway, kind of circle back to your question about the what if videos. So obviously, I was I was kind of a tinkerer, and then of course they hid something on the SD card. Like I was curious where the music files were. So there's a text file in there that says like list of uh, music. Oh, okay. And I opened it. And it said, "If you stumble upon this, you must be the curious sort." Oh. And whoa. I was like, that and like it's it's like if you go to Project M, I think from two point six maybe two point five forward, that little text document's gonna be in there. No, I think. And it, it was probably just someone like throwing it in as like a little joke, but that had a huge impact on me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm sure, dude, yeah. what can I do with this thing? Mm-hmm. What can I? So I started replacing music with like my own um, crazy symphonic metal songs that I like. Yeah. Um, and that was just the novelty of, of putting something on a SD card and then just putting it in your video game console and seeing it on the in the game. It's like that was insane. So I kept like going down that rabbit trail and I was I was kind of in a, I was a I was later in my senior in college at this time. I was 20, 2014. And so I figured out Project M, the whole thing. I think 3.0 had just come out, like you were saying, AJ. And that was such a hype moment for our dorm mates and, and me. And so we played a lot of that. But then, um, so then I had this period where I was just messing with stuff. And then I got involved in the Smash Bros. Legacy stuff. Um, some of you may know about that from like the Project M mods. We made Legacy T and Legacy XP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a whole other discussion that I won't bog us down with. But very quickly, I discovered, man, there's so much potential in this modding stuff, whether it comes to creative expression, mm-hmm. communities, and then just making content. Like, there are some YouTubers covering it. Some people that come to mind are like Link Like, Aaron Itmar, um, um, Sherwood, Nintendo. Creators like that were showcasing mods, but I thought this is so underutilized. There's so much crazy stuff that no one is like showcasing. And so then very quickly I thought, like, well, like I, I, I like Melee way more than Brawl, certainly. And yeah. actually more than Project M. So I thought, like, is there a way to like create what if scenarios? Because everyone made their like dream roster. It's like, what if you could make that more real? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like everyone has like, oh, I love Melee, but it doesn't have so and so or doesn't have this character and i've been a huge casual melee fan way before i was a competitive fan so i thought what if i just made like a bunch of casual content for melee because there's plenty of competitive stuff really there's here's how the last tournament went you know here's how here's this combo here's how to get better i'm like that's that's i actually tried a few videos like that i have a memed video to death called how to wave dash the easy way And when you when was that? I might have watched dude, it when I was learning. 2015. I made it's like one of my very first instructional like tutorial videos. It was probably made like months before my Windows 10 video that blew up. <laughs> no, you're like choosing which path to go. You know that you yeah, card. Exactly. <laughs> Call me an idiot. I made like you know several grand off of this Windows 10 video. Mm-hmm. I made almost literally nothing. On the how to wave dash video, and I chose the melee scene. So, <laughs> <laughs> Only an idiot, I guess. Passion but, talking. I'm learning right now. Like, yeah, I'm running into win- I mean, Windows content. <laughs> I know. Like I was on a Microsoft podcast too, and everything. And one day I was like, I don't like what Microsoft's doing anymore. I don't care. The spark's gone. I'm in the melee now, mm-hmm. and so I started doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so that's kind of what inspired it was just how cool the mods are, how no one was covering them. And I thought, dude, this is fertile ground for some pretty fun content that would appeal to casuals. Wow. Dang. Yeah. That's awesome. I um I think that's really interesting actually. Um I okay, so this this next this next question is kind of AJ inspired because I'm I I'm, I kind of want to know like I, this question is kind of like for both of you. I, I think it's pretty cool, but like how do you sort of manage the larger scale product pro- projects um considering the fact that you know you have ADHD and stuff like like how do like what like <laughs> what is t- that? Yeah, cuz you was telling me I was me, bringing yeah, it up. Yeah. I was like mm-hmm. cleaning it. I was yeah. like Oh, can we bring this up? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think it's a, I think it's actually a very fantastic question because you've obviously worked on some larger scale, like yeah. And, and we'll 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 definitely get to that stuff later on. But, um, you know, like, what do you feel like? Sort of the experience has been, you know, balancing the ADHD with like working on content, like staying because with content you obviously have to be pretty consistent with the work schedule. So, like, mm-hmm. what do you, what's your experience with that? Well, I too am super interested in what AJ says about this. Because everyone, I think everyone will, I mean, whether or not you have some kind of attention deficit restriction, I think you all have your different methods and your different techniques and tactics on how you crank out content for free, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think for me, the thing that I start with is I envision a future where the thing that I want to make exists. Mm. Right? Like maybe one day you're, you're sitting there and you're like, 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 for example, with the Sonic video, I was like, dude, what if there's like a version of the Sonic Brawl reveal, but it's like it was a it was like Melee's version of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, that would be so cool. And then, you know, I would just keep thinking about it like. Well, if it was made today, I could share it. Yeah, but it's not made today. I need to work on it or else it's not going to be made. And then you kind of psych yourself into making it. Mm-hmm. And then and at least speaking for myself, then you kind of go into like hyper fixation mode and you're like, that's when. That's flow state. I know we've talked about this too, AJ, yeah. where like and and people that people that don't have the hyperfixation stuff can get into flow state. You basically if you're working on something that you're so into and you love so much, that time completely melts. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh, it's been two minutes, and you look at the clock, five hours. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It literally feels like that. And anyone can get there. Um, and I think one way to do that is like envision a future where it exists and i know for some people too they're motivated by creating things for other people so if you think okay here's a here's a future where this exists how cool and how great this is and think of all the people that are going to experience it and appreciate it and like it i love this yeah yeah i love hearing so that's what really motivates me okay um and as everyone knows motivation is so fickle you can't really control it yeah so 100 you have to try to trick yourself and do little things to make yourself as less reliant on motivation as possible. And yeah. ironically, that helps you harness motivation the most when it comes in. Dang. Whoa. You see, that was just... Damn, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, honestly, just end the podcast right I'm, there, dude. I'm, that was beautiful. I'm sucking up game right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, okay. I don't have ADHD, and I'm like, yeah, he's, spin- he's spinning right now. As he's talking about it, I'm like envisioning yeah. like, everything in the sky. Right? <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, man. Lying in the air. Like, <laughs> I can do anything. You just need me floating in the I background. I can do anything. <laughs> but no, it's, it's working, man. AJ's going to have like mm-hmm. 27 scratch tracks mm-hmm. next week. <laughs> yeah, I'm the opposite. It's like... I, I don't know <laughs> like i struggle with that like i i have these crazy ideas and i'm like uh i don't know it feels like uh the way i see it is like i feel like you know charizard and like pokemon you know how he's just big and just sits there <laughs> but like if he does something it's like 
it's crazy. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, He's like, <laughs> you got to muster all your energy for that one big push. I, I need to learn. I need it. I need it. I need to take your note on. That's, mm-hmm. I, I like the way you're thinking. Yeah. I think that's very applicable too, as well to people, not, you know, not just yeah, everyone, not just people who have ADHD, you know what I mean? Because yeah. obviously like I'm trying to get more consistent with the content stuff as well. Like, I'm super into Fire Emblem and stuff like that. And I've been sort of making little videos here and there about that kind of thing. And I think, um, you know, it, it gets into like, it's interesting what you said too about envisioning a future where where it's made. And then you say like some people sort of make content for other people. I think it brings an interesting sort of topic of like the purpose of content creating, like what are you doing it for kind of thing. And I think when mm-hmm. you can zone in on that i think you definitely got something because like for me it's like i just want to make this cool thing and like if people come cool if not like hey i made this thing that i'm proud of and like i'm happy and like that's okay yeah. so definitely i think uh you know knowing what your goals are can definitely sort of <laughs> yeah, sort of help sure. you with that like keep you centered on the on that yeah whatever <laughs> motivates you yeah. I, like some people will say like absolutely no one could get benefit out of this but at the end of the day i can put this on my resume I can I can stack this up in my portfolio and look back on this and say like with my what if series they're super short videos but I can always watch and be like I like this yeah I got entertainment out of this no, right no, and yeah. so that yeah, can be your motivating motivation too yeah hmm. and same by the way your what if videos are super dope I yeah, just yeah. I just watched the Sonic one yesterday actually Thanks. it's crazy when you started talking about that I was like oh <laughs> I just watched that one mm-hmm. Thanks. Um, but yeah so you know <laughs> now kind of want to get into elevated a little bit obviously you know super high end project that you did very amazing work you know just it popped off too positive reviews across the board every comment just i, I remember uh, seeing lowig's subathon he's like watching it in the car like sure mm-hmm. yeah. he's like oh this yeah. is such a good video yeah yeah incredible, yeah incredible stuff incredible stuff so when he watched it i lost my mind dude uh-huh. it was insane yeah i think that's really um i think that's dope um so first question about it is sort of what was the research process that went into it because you know you're obviously citing a lot of these things you're talking about sakurai and his development team like you're having quotes from like people who are saying you know oh it makes sheik's body more twisty you know like what was the sort of research process that like kind of went into that yeah oh uh, it's it's that's a good question so it's funny there there were a lot of things that kind of converged together to make that a reality um it was so one i'm going to talk about um uh source gaming not source gaming um did you know gaming again for yeah. a second because one thing that kind of happened to them is they they made some decisions with their content where they would kind of rehash a lot of the information that was already known and then they what they would do is they would make compilation videos of their existing videos and they kind of got memed on for it and people were mm. not a fan of it i don't know if you remember that but i, I was I've like oh we're gonna are you going to tell us that uh, Daisy's third eye was on the Daisy trophy again? And everyone was like, you know, making comments about that because they brought it up like seven times or something. Yeah. Um, and then, and since then they've, I mean, first off, their videos are great. No, not dunking on them at all. And then on top of that, I want to say props to them for taking feedback. And now they're doing their own research and they're doing, they're translating stuff. No one's translated before. And they're interviewing people. They're going crazy now. They, but they're, they stepped up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They really, really stepped up. Um, but obviously, if they weren't around in the early days, I wouldn't have made my stuff. So um, anyway, yeah, yeah. so I, it, it dawned on me that people would make these videos like with really surface level information that everyone knows, and they would just repackage it in their own way, which is fine. They can do that. 
but I kept getting annoyed because I, I a new melee video would come out and be like, I already know all this stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I want something new. Yeah, yeah. So that drove me to be like, huh. And then um, there's a creator that I know, Beta Sixty Four. Um, he seen... he really inspired me a lot as well. Actually, that channel is cool. Um, I've seen yeah, the, like, Banjo Banjo Kazooie stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, cool. his Conquer's Bad Fur Day stuff, mm-hmm. his Luigi's Mansion video, really good. Yeah. So anyway, and that inspired me too because like, man, early content is so interesting. Um, so initially I reached out to him and I said, Hey, would you like make a melee video? I have all this, all, I have all this research that I've done. And he kind of was like, had his own things going on. So I thought like, why don't I just do it? Like, there's nothing stopping me from doing it myself. Yeah. Um, so what I started doing was I started binging every single melee related video on YouTube that I could. Um, I took notes on each of the things that they said. And not only did I find errors and inaccuracies in those videos. Oh, wow. But I found things that each video brought to the table that the other videos didn't have. And then um, I went to the cutting room floor. The cutting room floor is an amazing wiki. If you have not heard of it, heard of uh, it basically documents all the cut content and in, in video games that's known. Wow. Dang. And uh, the majority of um, that is from like leftover assets or files within the game's data Like you always hear about that. Like, so-and-so was this was going to be a sound effect that played and we know that because it's in the game's data well the cutting room floor is a literal export of that information and kind of mm, all written dang. about yeah so yeah. check out that website that's, that's another reason i want to do this is very underutilized very literally known li- little known website uh the cutting room floor so check that out Still and then on top of that till this day oh yeah super okay. up to date yeah. and it's, it's getting edits and yeah it's yeah. very comprehensive for that stuff Great source of beta content. In fact, there's a new YouTuber named, um, oh my gosh, I don't remember his name, but he has a series called Cut Content, and he just focuses on basically what Beta 64 used to be, and it's mm. super, super good. So I, I found that source, and then also I realized, like, you guys remember the Smash Dojo website for Brawl? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. I'm so excited. Every time there's a new addition. <laughs> oh, yeah, everyone freaked out. Well, uh-huh. what people don't realize is there was one for melee it was only in japan mm. and like people like i'm like why aren't people like researching the crap out of this because a it's got a bunch of early screenshots that are just floating around and the website's still up like you don't even have to go to the internet archive or like archive.org yeah, or anything yeah. it's actually still on nintendo servers you can actually find it wow um so what, what i did and i realized very quickly that not only was it like kind of like smash bros dojo but there are probably literally hundreds of pages of fan comments and then Sakurai responding to fans, which wow. he did not do for the Brawl Dojo because it was probably just way too big Much. of a show yeah, and way yeah. too ambitious to, to do. Um, so I was like, dude, why is no one looking through this? Like, And so I started, obviously I didn't translate it properly, but I used the Google Translate function in browser. Mm-hmm. And you can discern a lot from that that method yeah um and I, I actually there's some guys at source gaming who have done amazing jobs translating some of the the key pages on that website famitsu interviews talking about melee's development so i pulled a lot from source gaming and their work translating and there was even a final blog post that is featured in the elevated documentary that i read that the guys at source gaming translated for me for mm-hmm. that final blog post oh. so it was a proper english translation mm-hmm. but but things like Sakurai confirming he knew about wave dashing, Sakurai talking about phantom hits, those are glancing blows, and they were deliberate, by the way. They are not glitches. Yeah. Um, YL canceling is half of half speed instead of all the way, like in Z canceling in Smash 64. He talks about smooth landing. Yeah. I was he talks about all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Wow. 
And it's like people keep saying, "Oh yeah, have fun glitching in melee." It's like, dude, it was on th- there's evidence. <laughs> they the devs knew about these things. Like they're not glitches. Yeah, they're not glitches. That's and crazy. When people say, "Oh man, Phantom hits so, like the worst glitch ever," it's like the director put that in. Like that's what people don't get about Sakurai is like before he had a scarring experience playing an arcade and whooping an absolute newbie and completely changed his philosophy 2005 forward. He he always believed in um, risk reward. He believed in um, easy to access, difficult to master, and he always believed in adding hidden techniques for all the, the pros because he was really good at fighting games. Yeah. So he enjoyed it when he could master these really difficult hidden techniques. So he sprinkled all his games with them, uh, and melee and melee even sixty four. There are proof of that, and so. It's just when I see some Zoomer who was born after Brawl came out <laughs> talking about all the glitches in Melee, it's just like I have to leave my paragraph of fury correcting yeah, them. Yeah. Of course, they take one look at my profile and, like, and they heart the comment, they upvote me. They're like, oh, this person knows what they're talking about. And mm-hmm. I, I shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just being a jerk. But I can't help myself sometimes, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. Don't want the misinformation to spread. I was about to say, I didn't know. I, I didn't much. even know that stuff. So I know, but most yeah. people don't. I knew the yeah. smooth landing yeah. one. Um, mm-hmm. I, I remember hearing that uh, he recognized way dashing, but I didn't know all the other stuff he's mentioned. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that is just scratching the surface. People are asking him like, what kind of drinks he likes to drink and stuff. And <laughs> wow, what is it like? Interesting, you know. I don't remember, but because I mean, juice. man, I spent hours reading those, mind you, Google translated mm-hmm. articles. So there, some of them sound really goofy. Yeah. Um, I learned a few other things too, and this is also on the cutting room floor. I think documented things like. Poke Floats is a bad translation. Uh, the actual stage name is Pokemon Subspace. Oh, so yeah. Poke Floats is just something the localization team was like, they kind of look like floats. Let's call yeah, them that. It's called <laughs> Poke Floats. They never oh, were. That um, was so funny. And, and um, like Rainbow, <laughs> Rainbow Cruise doesn't make any sense either because the stage in Mario 64 is called Rainbow Ride, mm-hmm. right? So that stage is supposed to be called Rainbow Ride. Oh, but they did a literal yeah. translation in Japanese to call it Rainbow Cruise. Mm-hmm. And like, there's so many little things like that where, um, yeah, it's hilarious. There's like misspellings, there's wrong information. And th- sort and um, Did You Know Gaming covers some of those things in okay. their defense. But there's some more obscure things that are kind of fun to know. And and you only get that from the website. Mm-hmm. It's still up. I, I kind of just want to... Yeah, that sounds it and fun. Just that sounds fun. The funny question that he answered, you know, it's like an AMA, mm-hmm. just for yep. uh, just for Sakurai. I'll you know, read that. And if yeah. you can't get enough of it, there's also a Smash 64 version of the website as well, where he also answers like yeah, probably yeah, the same I remember you mentioning that yeah. one in the in the mm-hmm. doc. Yeah, I heard about that one. For like that's, that's where Smooth Landing is brought up, right? Yep. Yeah. That's where the yeah. Smooth Landing is actually documented, and then he only references it in the Q and A section of the Melee website. That's crazy. Wow. How do you go from that? How do you go from like being so good at all those games and and then something's like I, I guess I don't want this anymore or yeah. I don't want just like the scarring experience. Yeah, he he played. He was at a he was at an Punish arcade someone. and he was just he was like playing really well and then he utterly destroyed someone and he looked up and it was someone that was trying the game for the first time and then it dawned on him, wow, I, that person probably never wants to play this game ever again. So he kind of threw out the baby with the bathwater and said, screw anything that makes mm-hmm. it competitively viable. Let's add tripping and insane buffer and yeah. magnet hands and all the other brawl mm-hmm. wonder. See, if that guy um, beat him, he'd be like, oh, man, I need to make this, I need to make this harder. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Oh. I, need, I need more advanced techniques. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that could beat, yeah. the, beat these guy kind of guys, you know? Yeah. yeah. 
Dang. I, I didn't know that. That's a pretty interesting story, too, because I remember you talking about the risk-reward portion of it in the in the doc as well. And I was like, yeah, this is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, this is peak fighting game design mm-hmm. right here. Like, this is, you know, Absolutely. The, the third strikes of the world and all that. Like, this is, like, this is what I want. This is what I want my fighting games to be, you know? Yep. Isn't, but, it, isn't it so crazy? There's so much to love about this game. Yeah. Like, you could love, like, the... The back end of everything like that, the history, like this, the lore you're talking about, community. and that's not what I'm talking about the community and Gameplay. the players and yeah. <laughs> you know all the of styles that. of play. You know, uh, yeah, it's definitely one of the just greatest games of all time. Like, yeah. no it's question. just a freaking masterpiece. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. any way you slice it, yeah, any way you slice it, really. But I actually, yeah. I want to, I'll ask a question, and I'm pretty sure you you wrote it better than me because I'm not even looking at notes. But you wrote a tweet recently, and this kind of goes. Oh, I love this game. But why do you think this game isn't doing as well as it should be? <laughs> why isn't it growing? Why isn't yeah, the scene yeah, growing? Isn't it growing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I was surprised, by the way, at um, responses. Yeah. I actually didn't everyone... see too many of them. So I looked, at, I looked at some. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, of course, when you, when you have a marketing mind, you think, oh, wow, it did really well on this channel. I wonder how it does on another channel. So then I immediately posted it on Reddit, too. And it did really well on Reddit, too. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, people are people want the scene to grow, but I think there's a lot of uh, pent up opinions, <laughs> um, and so it's really interesting to see it. The three top reasons I can think of that I actually wrote down is I think the first one is um, the accessibility factor. So one thing in mar- I'm going to relate this to marketing again, but one thing you have to think about when you're trying to market to someone is what's the user experience like, because you want that friction to be almost nothing. And if you think about the traditional game experience on Steam, what's the experience like? Well, you click purchase and you click agree and you yeah. read the terms of service and it's done. Yeah. Compare that to setting up melee. It's like, <laughs> where do you start? Yeah. Go to well, you can go to burpee.gg. <laughs> yeah. Which helps. There it is. <laughs> right? Yeah. But like, like, let's say you even know about the website, which you might not know about the website. Well, okay, well, I have Slippy. That's I installed that. That was kind of confusing because I had to click a bunch of stuff, and now it's talking about an ISO, and I don't know what that means, and how do mm, I get one? Yeah. And, and I, I was brainstorming this also. It's like, what if, what if you were to buy, like, theoretically speaking, if somebody bought 100 physical copies of Melee for, like, 40 bucks each, they took a loan out, um, and they did that, and then they ripped they they literally did their legal due diligence they put each one into their wii and they ripped it and and they they got 100 usb drives that have the iso of that copy and they packaged it together and then they resell resold it you could buy melee the physical game it would come with a usb drive with the iso on it and it's perfectly legal because it's the backed up digital version of that and as long as you don't distribute it wouldn't that work you're cool yeah yeah Yeah. Mm mm-hmm like I don't know, some I, I'm not a lawyer, obviously, but like yeah. I was thinking, how cool would it be to streamline it? Like if I, if there was a portion of Blippi.gg like buy melee, mm-hmm. and it just went to a bunch of listings where you could buy the game and you get a USB with it. Mm-hmm. People know how USBs work. That would already improve the experience way more, and That's you right. wouldn't be pirating the game, which yeah. the vast majority of people are doing, right? Yeah. I mean, no. not me, of course. <laughs> I don't but, know, yeah, yeah, no but... one in this chat. Yeah, I don't yeah, know no why I even here. I don't know no why I said here. yeah. I don't know why I got so excited. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, 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 actually. Nobody here, no. but yeah. The rest the rest of y'all. You know. No yeah. no one in this chat. No I, one I listening do. to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. No one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. You just see silence in the background. 
<laughs> like you guys continue without me. Yeah. Yeah, um. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, so sure. anyway. So all all that to say, when you when you consider the user experience, there's so many barriers. That doesn't even get into the adapter and the GameCube controller. Yeah. You have to get the right brand of GameCube controller. Yeah, you got to get the right brand of adapter. adapter. Yeah. Right, you got to right. overclock the adapter if you really care, right? Mm-hmm. So and your um, monitor, so, your monitor matters too. Yeah. Your monitor matters too. And someone pointed out in the response to that first point is, look, dude, I've been playing Melee with an Xbox controller and it is more accessible than than it's maybe not ideal to some players but i'm i'm used to an xbox controller and i said that hurts my soul that you're playing smash with an xbox controller but but fair enough i mean hey if it works for you at least you're playing the game and maybe some point you'll switch to a different controller and that's great that's the first point (laughs) you'll beat me with that controller you know i cry a little bit performance talks so (laughs) if you get beaten you can't say anything (laughs) about the controller they're using Uh uh-huh so that's the first point is accessibility. And the second point is simply Nintendo. I mean, yeah. they are, you. everyone knows they're uniquely protective over their IP. And we're, but where a lot of people get this wrong is they have complete right to shut anything down and it has nothing to do with piracy. So what's interesting is for Big House 5, they cited pirated copies of Melee as the reason, which by the way is ridiculous mm-hmm. because they can't prove that. And B... Um, Unless if people are at a physical tournament, who who's buying a copy of Melee if they go to a liter- if they go to a tournament? No one. They're they're playing someone else's copy anyways, right? So it has nothing to do with piracy and has everything to do with the fact that they didn't like it and it's their IP and they can just shut it down if they want to. Yeah, has nothing to do with piracy. Um, and that's where people kind of get kind of confused, where they try to like talk about the semantics about the legal side of it. It's like, no, it's their IP. They can shut it down. In fact. There's no clause in the EL in the end user license agreement of you can stream the game, you can play the game uh, and record video footage of it. There's actual clauses within League of Legends and Minecraft and more modern games that say that explicitly allow people to stream and to reproduce the game for entertainment purposes. But legacy media, and I'm sure anything Nintendo has ever made, has no clause like that. Mm-hmm. So there's no legal precedent to letting people stream it. It's actually technically illegal if you wanted to go that route. Yeah. It's really interesting and people don't talk about. Mm. So, but obviously Nintendo is m- way extra when it comes to all that stuff. And they are, they are continually a terrible force and they cannot be worked with. We've seen this time and yeah. time again. Yeah. Unless there is radical change in the company, it is not worth working with them mm-hmm. at all. So that's the second reason. The yeah. third reason is the, the the perceived or otherwise skill ceiling uh, and uh, and um, uh, difficulty curve. Um, and that's probably the least barrier because if that's just a problem of finding people that play at your level. If we get really good at letting people play with other people at their level, that problem is solved. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's uh, just ranking... a general fighting game thing mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Like. yeah you know, exactly. If you want to get into fighting games, you know what you're getting into. And actually, yep. I feel like Melee is kind of big enough where you'll find people who are still starting out. Um, I, I tried playing like Vampire, uh, Vampire, Vampire Saviors or Survivors? Or, no. Uh, the know. OG one with like oh. Morgan and like Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dark Soccer, Dark Soccer, Dark yes. And that game was cut through. <laughs> There's no <laughs> one playing in it, and the only people who play are like PR, like mm-hmm. or something. I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm gonna play with you guys anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Melee literally, like that's how I got my start. Is the they have noob tournaments, like Melee has mm-hmm. noob tournaments, which which is yep. very unique to mm-hmm. not. I mean, FGC stuff doesn't even have most of that for the most part. Like 
Melee has only noobs, has tired of O2, has level one melee, all this stuff that like that's where I built up most of my community from is these noob tournaments and then so I, wow. I, I, I yeah, I definitely think it's, it's your proof the concept works. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So I say, I'm, I'm, I'm here. Yeah, hard work and I can, I can yeah, I can, <laughs> I can take a game off of AJ one every twenty. <laughs> you beat the nice. streamer. Yeah. <laughs> you beat the, yeah, the yeah. DJ guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, I mean, I, th- I definitely think that's uh, those three are. Are there other ones you, yeah. you, you, you maybe a little smaller? You think might be stopping this? Yeah, people talked about um the attitudes of the community where they felt like people would make fun of you if you were new and stuff and yeah and i'm sure that's you know that's probably a a decent subset of the community but in my experience like when i was new i got trashed in 2012 but everyone was like really quick to be like they wanted to show me how to get better and they wanted to tell me how i could improve and there's this this vivacious energy of like dude this we have this fresh blood like let's get him in it like let's let's learn from him and yeah, and that was so fun. I, I love that. So I never felt bad for being new or being not very good. And by the way, I have the same story as everyone that starts as a casual. You beat all your friends at home. Yeah. You beat all your church friends. You beat all your school friends. Mm-hmm. You beat your you know neighborhood friends, and you think you're the best. Yeah. And then you go to a local, and you are literally the worst. Yeah. How far did you go with this? Like in your, you know, like family and friends and stuff. Like for me personally. I was like a, I was probably like a, like a freshman in college time, I guess. Mm-hmm. I would go to parties. And I would bring it. I would bring us like a CRT. Wow. And bring, and bring melee to parties and like, like a pool shark, you know, <laughs> like like that episode of Fresh Prince or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, excited yeah, to yeah. beat these people uh-huh. until I met people who actually knew how to a dash and stuff. I, I did. Yeah, I was yeah, like, oh, yeah, that's dang. a bad look. That, when you bring the setup and you get trashed, yeah, I'm like. Ooh, yeah. I, I just leave That's it there. I just, <laughs> this is yours now. Don't, don't, sit, don't yeah. say goodbye. You won this. Don't know who CRT this. that is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I, I have a similar experience, but not with Melee. Because I was... So in high school, I was the president of the Smash Club. So, But this Yo. was like around Smash 4. This is okay. around Smash 4 time. So I was, yeah. playing, I was playing Smash 4. And the Smash Club was just a front for me to play with my training partner at school. <laughs> We, we 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 could play for you know people. I had so many people. There was like thirty people in that club. None of them ever played. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like me and my, they're just watching me and my training partner. But it ended up being hype because people were like cheering us on and like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it, it was it was cool. But I definitely think um you know that I, I definitely was there too before I went to my first tournament of any sort. I was like, I was always the best. Like you know beating beating up on everybody, but not in melee. So it's it's a little different, but. I found my way back eventually, you know. I, I nice. got okay. okay. I, got, I I came back. You're back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, yeah, dude. It's funny how you like worded that just then. It's this. How do we navigate around this weird one unit thing we're supposed to respect? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we're oh, supposed yeah. to pretend that like mm-hmm. ultimate players are the same people as melee players. Yeah, and we're all yeah, yeah. together. Mm-hmm. When we're so not. The cultures yeah. are so different. Very cool, different, different culture. Uh, different. I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm not. It just feels like, because you t- you try explaining ultimate or Smash Four and ultimate or brawl to melee, I I the way I compare it to like a family member to, when they ask me or coworker, I'm like, you ever play like Valorant? I'm like yeah, you ever play Overwatch? Yeah, I was like, you know they're kind of similar, you know. Yeah. 
It's yeah. Like, yeah, but they're, they're the very one is different. very yeah. yeah like, like yeah. In reality, it's very really different, you know. Mm-hmm. Even though there are mm-hmm. abilities and you know you're yeah. shooting, and but, and both have their 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 yeah. ups and downs, you know. Yeah. Like both yeah. definitely have positive. Because I I love ultimate. I love ultimate mm-hmm. casually. I I couldn't play it competitively. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But casually, and I think if I wanted to get into it competitively, like I it wouldn't like obviously I I just think melee has things that value more. But like I right. definitely think ultimate has you know. That, that that that's why I love PM so much is because it's like the happy middle of yeah. like yeah. you have all these characters and variety and you know it moves like and you have the system mechanics close enough to melee right it's oh, like yeah. the, the 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 happiest middle you could ever find because I always loved having new characters exploring different playstyles all this kind of stuff but then the system mechanics is like okay I'm moving like a snail over here <laughs> it made me so sad like yeah. when I when I reflect on PM. I feel like it didn't. It didn't have a natural. Oh, okay. It's not dead. It's 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 still thriving, but it had a, a natural death at a time, or like it, it was like you know stunned. The big end. Like yep. it, it was like it. It didn't. You know, a lot of games like I don't, I don't and, know Nintendo. Oh, no, 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 Nickelodeon All Stars. You know, like mm-hmm. it was popping like crazy. Ups and downs. Yep. And then it's like, oh, I'm kind of getting over this. You know, like I'm not really as interested. You see it fizzle, but that wasn't really happening with PM. PM was like. You would see it. I'd be you. You would be the numbers would equally oh, be PM or even bigger sometimes. It was it was crazy. Yeah. I remember those matches because I knew about PM yep. before melee, even. and then suddenly you just got ripped. Like, oh wait, yeah. where do you watch this? Oh, you got to go to this hitbox.tv. And I was like, what? Yeah, I don't want right. to go there. <laughs> like, what is that? Yeah, exactly. oh, watch this. Got to find this obscure YouTube channel. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, showing the locals. It's uh-huh. like, yeah, it's it's, it's yeah. so hard. Yeah. And you talk about accessibility. I mean, that's just yeah, it's yeah. even worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have a lot of very strong opinions about Project M because I was really, really involved in that scene. And mm-hmm. I, and and are you guys for? It's okay if you're not. Are you familiar with Legacy TE? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen it. Yeah. But so I Legacy remember there was a time between oh, we. It stopped at three point six, right? 3. Yeah, 6. yeah. What you're saying and is exactly, exactly right. A middle ground. Yes. Yeah. 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 What you're saying is exactly right. So TE was basically <laughs> the bridge between Project M three point six and Project Plus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Project Plus is built on Legacy TE. Yeah, like it's literally just an extension of that, and so Legacy TE is a project that I founded, and we basically, you know, um, twenty XX TE by Dan Salvato. Yeah, Are you guys yeah, familiar yeah. with that? The, so that well, what, what's the what game is that? Uh, that Dan makes Doki Doki hey, Literature Doki. Club. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there it is. Whoa, okay, I know that game. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that took. Yeah, so I much did not know that. I have no he, idea. He, he melee. What? <laughs> Doki, dude. Oh my gosh, Doki Doki, dude, man. <laughs> that on, game. Okay. Hold on, yeah. Hold on, hold on. There's there's a guy that's made a bazillion codes for melee and for PM, and his mm-hmm. tag went by Internet Explorer, and then he changed his name, his tag, to his real name, Dan Salvato. Mm-hmm. Wow. Dan Salvato has been doing melee stuff for forever, um, and actually, it, so Legacy TE's entire existence was directly inspired from 20XX TE, which was basically this memory card that had a modified save save data on it. That would basically turn melee into tournament mode. It would lock all the mm-hmm. characters. It would mm-hmm. set the right timer by default, the right number of stocks. They weren't going and changing it every time. Well before Slippy, right? Mm-hmm. And so it was really this idea of how can we streamline the experience for tournaments? And I thought, we need this for Project M. So I made it. And it's called Legacy TE. Yeah. Um, and that was a whole, again, we could have a whole separate podcast just talking about that experience. Mm-hmm. But one one big thing that I learned is, man... The, 
it, Project M really was a perfect storm of the Wii sold like freaking hotcakes. Yeah. It happened to be one of the easiest platforms to mod and hack of all time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There true, were layers true. and layers of tech and progress that went into making it so accessible. Like, it wouldn't have worked. Like, mods don't work except Project M worked because it was the most accessible mod there was. Mm hmm. Um, all these things kind of converge into this beautiful thing that had, like you were saying, Kay, the elements of Smash Ultimate, like the variety and the flashiness in the characters with the grounded mechanics of Melee that made it fun. Yep. And it was just kind of this perfect product. And then Nintendo came in and just Axed completely it. demolished yeah. it. Crazy. Um, and so we were trying to keep it sustained because we loved it. And yeah. I loved making stuff. So we would come together and we made the code menu, all the crazy stuff that's in P+. Like my team made most of that stuff. Dang. Um, a lot of the stages I made, there's actually an Easter egg. If you, um, is it the, there's a Hyrule Castle alt. Like, you know, the Hyrule Castle yeah, yeah, HD yeah. stage. Mm-hmm. So do you know how underneath one of them, there's like Tingle's face and he's saying something goofy or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. So on one of the alts, some, one of the devs replaced it with my avatar's face saying, Hey guys. <laughs> and that's still in project plus. So oh, this nice. Oh, I got, I got the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So look out that. for it. I think it's this, the, L or the R alt for uh, Castle mm. Hyrule Castle. I think I, I love so. that about a like PM in general. Like uh, if you wanted the 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 brawl battlefield, if you and then if you hold R, it turns into the you know R the melee one. You know, mm. yep. Like all the stuff mm-hmm. like that was really cool. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. The thing that sold me on PM the most was like when I found out you could like put your own music and there was like custom music and all this yeah. stuff. And I was like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. I went and found all the third strike music I could find. I found all this. Other. I was like, what? This is crazy. Like, this is so sick. And then Ike was viable because mm-hmm. I, so my first sort of like Melee was, I was really, really young when I was playing Melee. Like I was playing Melee with my brothers. I was like, I mean, elementary school type. Like mm-hmm. I was really, really young. So that was before my competitive time. I still remember going to a couple of Xanadu's with them and stuff and just like watching. Man, I want to go to Xanadu. Yeah. Cause I, I was, I'm awesome. originally from the East coast. Yeah. I, okay, I, lived, okay. I lived in Baltimore. That's one of my dreams. Yeah. I have like, you know, like a wonders of the world, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, I wanted to go to Xanadu with the green yeah. walls. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> I wanted to go to uh, the foundry. Yeah. Uh, you know, like mm-hmm. go to Evo when I get every, like, you know, when melee's on the, the big screens and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Oh, I, I totally imagine. Imagine. That would have been amazing. Those, yeah. You know? That would have been so sick. I was about to say, I just went to Evo last year, but that's, you know, Melee wasn't there, yeah. obviously. So. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. you were saying mm-hmm. about... Yeah, no. But your was, first love was Fire Emblem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going way back. Yeah, no, but, you know, yeah, my brother. So I, I went to the Xanadu's, and my brother was... My first sort of, uh like, introduction to competitive was with Brawl, because my brother was PR'd in... Uh, in uh, like mdva area and wow in and brawl and uh smash 4 does he still play uh he does not play anymore he, no. he, he's he's not i dude you're telling <laughs> you're telling me i mean i just hung out with my brother last time i was in georgia and i was like uh he, i mean he's still really really good at he still playing that game because he just still has the the, the mental for neutral mm-hmm. right so like mm-hmm. that never really goes away necessarily but he was like really really good and so that was always like my barometer of like you know uh like competitive competitive sort of games and stuff like that but mm. i definitely think yeah you know brawl being sort of the first one and then i saw pm i was like i was like oh this is beautiful because uh, at the time brawl was the standard i didn't know any better until i 
stumbled upon PM and then later on Melee. And I was like, oh, what the? I was like, this game's trash. I was like, like, oh, man. Yeah. But although casually, I will say Brawl is amazing. Like, I love Brawl as a casual. They added so much cool stuff like music, like all this stuff. Like, so much of the content in that game is tight. But just as a competitive game, it's just to be honest. Do you remember any other responses? Like, any. Any like weird answers you got from that thread? <clears throat> I got one that was basically, um, well, we should talk about how women aren't uh, don't feel welcome in this scene. Okay. It's like that's fair, I, but but when you talk about growing a competitive scene, what you know what uh, comprises that scene, and and the, the 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 men and women distribution isn't necessarily like clear. We don't know that. But I was just really interested in that because my 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 wife my, my now wife goes to tournaments with me and it's awesome. Congrats, we, by we the way. We have a great yeah. time. Congrats. Congrats. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. And so I'm really interested in that because there in my locals there were probably a few women that were there. I think back to 2012 and 2013, and they, and there was no from what I could tell they might have a different story. But I don't remember there being any overt mistreatment of them. But of course we've seen this all over the place. Yeah. Totally. Uh, yeah. On Twitter and stuff. So there was some of that. Um, but I, but that made me think like, well, how is it another competitive fighting community? Is it much different? Is the dynamics different? I'm just interested in that. So while that's true, I don't know if that specifically means that makes melee not grow versus another game, mm-hmm. but I thought it was a, still a good point to bring up. Yeah. yeah. Um, but other yeah. than that, I couldn't think of anything that really stood out to me. Um, mm-hmm. so I think those were the two big ones that I hadn't considered. I kind of want to know, you know, if, you know, obviously, and this is kind of on the spot. So if you don't have an answer, it's okay. But like, do you? Like, do you have a sort of call to arms? Like, if there is there something that you'd want to see the community do as a whole that you think would sort of like help help the situation? Yes. Kind of like, okay, oh yeah, okay. You ready for some hot takes? Give oh, it to me. Here. Yeah, give it to me. And uh, if you if 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 this is the place that I'm canceled, mm-hmm. dude, it's the it's a good place to be canceled. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty comfortable. This be a good okay. video. Yeah, <laughs> good thumbnail. Okay. Mm-hmm. Get rid of drinking at tournaments. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, I'm sorry, there's mm-hmm. underage people at tournaments, and there's all the nonsense that has happened recently is because there's underage drinking. And when yeah. there's underage drinking, bad stuff happens. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so, like, we need to put our big boy pants on yeah. at some point and stop just giving in to our hedonistic desires. Mm-hmm. And that alone would drastically improve the culture of the scene. It would make us more respectable. We have just we there'd be way less abuse mm-hmm. and uh i think it would be a good chapter in sustaining the scene because mm-hmm. i think a lot of the the complaints uh levied towards the scene and also ultimate as well and in fact i would say when it comes to the kind of the 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 crazy allegations or when it comes to the more sketchy stuff that happens ultimate tends to be a little worse because there's and younger people i was gonna yeah. say and that's yeah. because it tilts towards people. younger people so yeah. i think as the i think as we uh mature just get older it's gonna be better but mm-hmm. we should really like guys let's yeah. not mess around with that drinking stuff i don't care if you think it makes it more enjoyable we have to think about just mm-hmm. doing what's smart and what's safe yeah that's my opinion are, t- I, I, are tournaments like when you're actually at the venue are you talking about like when you're actually at the venue there's drinking at at these at these tournaments or are you talking about the after parties i would think like majors areas? maybe like i was thinking more the culture stuff like that i'm yeah. talking mostly about the culture yeah. where it's like all right there's no drinking at the tournament but everyone's going to the hotel afterwards yeah, 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 yeah. This or whatever i like, think yeah i think culture is actually pretty interesting um 
point too, because I was kind of kind of talk about this earlier when you sort of mentioned the, you feel like there's a there's a weird kind of stigma of like you know you're gonna get made fun of when you're new kind of thing. Like I think there's a very too I don't know I don't want to say two necessarily but I'll just say two just for the sake of this argument or whatever like two sort of sides of like the melee community sometimes where it's like you have like the Twitter melee fans and then you have like the actual melee people who are like always the nicest people you will meet in my in mm -hmm. my experience at least and I've only been in the scene for like what a year and a half two years but like I've rarely I've had I've I can count the amount of bad interactions I've had on one hand and that was involved with streaming and then i can just click ban button and then see you later like, yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like right i i think for the most part I, I think the culture uh topic is very interesting because i think there is a lot of that sort of like i guess loose loose sort of feel to when you pull up to the to the locals and then i also think it can be hard to um sort of make new friends I think when uh when you're when you're new in the like when you're when you're pulling up and you don't know anyone, you're kind of totally just, yeah you're kind of just I I definitely think that's a big part of it as well. Like I was sort of lucky because I built a mini platform with streaming, so when I pulled up to the locals, I already knew some people who were in just happened to be in my streams, and so I was like, okay, cool. Like I already got I already got homies. Like yeah. Mm -hmm. But the first couple of tournaments I went to before I started streaming or anything, it was kind of like okay, this is weird. Like I'm kind of just sitting here. I'm watching people yeah. play friendlies. I don't know if I'm supposed to walk up and like, because mm -hmm. me, I'm extremely shy. I'm a very, very mm -hmm. shy person. Like I'm different on stream because obviously I'm in a comfortable environment, but you see me like on the street, I'm like, uh, you know, <laughs> like mm -hmm. I definitely think that the the culture topic is very, uh, very, very interesting. Uh, I, I'm actually super glad you brought that up because I want to give Spinda a shout out because that's actually was her exact response. It was greeting new people oh. and playing with them and saying hey i hope you come again next time yes because and then i thought well what are the stats on a one and dunner where they come one time they thought okay i was kind of uncomfortable i don't think i'll go to that anymore how often does that happen and then of those people how many would have returned and had would have grown the scene as a result i don't know 100 yeah. percent. and i can tell you with almost 100 percent certainty that if not for streaming and building a community around it online, I definitely would not have gone back. Because even nowadays, I don't really go to locals anymore because the people I went with sort of aren't going as much. So, like, I'm not even in my local scene as much. And I'm, like, in one of the biggest scenes in SoCal, mm -hmm. right? Like, and I still think it can be hard, kind of hard. Not, like, definitely not. I don't think click is, like, the right word. But it's, like, you know, you there's people who have been there for a long time. And they have, like, friends. Oh, yeah. And they, you know, and it's, like, kind of hard to, I'm not. If you're not extra, because I think the, the extroverts are very, you know, uh, I guess highly rewarded, I guess, or whatever you want to call it. Like, you know, if you're extroverted, like people love that. Like people love when you come talk to them and stuff, but it can be a little harder for the more introverted people, which I'm not, you know, I'm not like casting blame or anything. I'm just saying like, that's the, sure. that's the reality of the situation is that it can be kind of tough sometimes. I would say most people that are into melee, <laughs> one thing I've observed about the scene, a very high percentage of them have ADHD. Yeah, a very yeah. high percentage of them are introverts or, or yeah, they're introverts. And then a very large percentage of them are generally more shy. And I actually separate shyness and introversion because so too, you yeah. can have you can be an outgoing introvert. Mm -hmm. Introversion doesn't extroversion and introversion doesn't have to do with your level of outgoingness. It has specifically to do with where you draw energy. So yeah. People get those conflated a lot. 
So you could be a very outgoing person, but when you're with people, you get drained, mm -hmm. right? I feel that way. <laughs> yeah, okay. I had a prep, so like, all right, I got to end stream. I got to like, <laughs> I think we're similar. Wind down a little bit. I had to calculate my energy yeah. <laughs> allocation. I was like, all right, mm -hmm. I'm yeah. ready. <clears throat> so I'm I'm the freak that gains energy when I'm around people. So mm -hmm. I'm very very extroverted. Yeah, yeah. So when I'm by myself, I get really drained. So mm -hmm. I need to be around people to get that boost of energy. Mm -hmm. um, but I would say a vast majority of melee fans are introverts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that I mean that that kind of makes sense too because melee sort of feeds into that. I feel like you know it, it feeds into that because you can just sit in a dark room and grind for three hours. <laughs> It's like you feel so you feel kind of productive, you know what I mean? Like I said, like yep. like I mentioned with the breakup stuff, I was like, I completely mm -hmm. forgot. Like I'm just trying to learn how to wave dash and like yep. this is tight. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's like taking so much of my time. Yeah, uh, I'm like sitting here reflecting, I'm like, huh, how can I myself, you know, mm -hmm. be more welcoming? Yeah. I think that's hard too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because for me, mm -hmm. I think the same exact thoughts that you're thinking right now, but then I'm like, I'm also one of the people who I feel like needs to be welcome. So like, yeah, yeah. How am I gonna be yeah, welcome? Yeah. How am I gonna be welcoming people? Like I try to do that online, but it's not not the same thing. But I think it has its place too. I'm like sure. I'm like reflecting like, huh? This yeah. new guy came in and wanted to play. Dude, if you want to use the most, him, I was like, maybe <laughs> 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 I mean, should have done that. Maybe just. Uh, I was like, do you hold back? Is that disrespectful? But I yeah. think I, I think if you think about like, it, okay, if you think about the most obvious example in high school. Were you ever that kid that sat completely alone during lunch? Unfortunately, no. no. Okay. I was. Okay. So, and I know many people have been. Okay. And all you're thinking about the whole time is like, oh my gosh, what if someone like went out of their way and actually sat with me? Mm -hmm. That would completely change my day, right? Yeah. And there was a very specific person. I'm not going to embarrass them and call them out because they're they're too they're too uh, humble to want to be called out. Maybe. Yeah. Um. But a friend of a friend of mine comes to mind who who during high school I was not a well liked kid early in high school, but he sat with me and then his friends came with him and I ended yeah. up becoming a friend and like that that can change someone's life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I think instead of thinking, oh man, I I I, I could certainly be more welcomed. It's yeah. like don't don't think of it that way. Yeah. Think of it like I'm comfortable enough. Maybe mm -hmm. I'm not welcome to the extent that I would like, but I'm comfortable enough to make this person feel welcome. Go see someone by sitting, standing by themselves and yeah, just, you know, mm -hmm. go say what's up. Seriously. And come on, if you're both at a melee scene, you have the greatest game in common ever. Yeah. You're yeah, not exactly. going to run out of that's things true. to talk that's about. You yeah, know? Exactly. So, yeah, just start there. Yeah, I think that's uh, that, that's really beautiful, too. And I will say, I actually, yeah, I, I do sort of mirror that experience, too, but that was like, it was like a little different because this is when I moved from, uh, the east coast over to here and then i was kind of by myself and i had that sort of same experience where i just had one friend come up and then like from there we all just became boys so mm -hmm. yeah but happens yeah i was about to say it just takes one 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 cool person to to get get you in you know get you yeah get you in there so people out people <laughs> anyone listening at your locals you see somebody bound themselves mm -hmm. go say go say <laughs> at the bare minimum you can say what's up right how, how, talk about hey hey how did the bracket go you know, whatever it is, if you if you're feeling up for it, obviously, you know, it's it's not as convincing coming from me. But I mean, if you if you <laughs> yeah, yeah. if you got it inside of you, go for it. You know, heck yeah, I, I need to go to more locals. I've been mm -hmm. trying. I've been. I was me too. The the reality, yeah, I need I need friends to go with too because I have less. I have less. Yeah, like I I just have less fun. I don't enter. I don't yeah. enter. I just I go to mm -hmm. see see who's yeah. there and talk nice. for a second, mm -hmm. hang, like out. hang out. Next, uh, next shake the uh, hand of the to. Like hey. <laughs> next weekend, my my wife and I and my brother in law, 
we are going to a Spokane tournament, and Ops mm. is going to be there. So oh. hopefully I'll get to meet him. I'm okay. excited. Yeah. Um, and because my brother-in-law has a, his woodworking, his like melee woodworking shop where he like makes custom like cards and stuff. They're so That's sick. So he has cool. a so he has an cool. Etsy shop. You should absolutely check it out. It's I want to so see good. that. Yeah. yeah. His his brand is called Evergreen. E F F like effort and green. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Evergreen. And uh, he has an Etsy shop, and you should buy all his stuff because yeah. Awesome. yeah. There you yeah. go. Shout out to brother in law. That's tight. Yeah. That is really cool. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I, I need to go more. I'm like, uh, I, I mean, I, I've been putting effort to it, but like my, my career in Melee was, I entered a lot around 2015. Like I would go to like, since we're talking about PM, like balcony, mm-hmm. I would go to balcony all the time. I would go nice. to like, uh, power nine, uh, final destination, uh, you know, yeah. Like all these all these tournaments in the area, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. then a huge gap. If you look at my Smash GG, there's a gigantic gap. Because <laughs> you know the yeah. way I saw it was like, to me before I started streaming, it was like, I was I started and I had a community of people. Every time we saw each other, like, hey, so man, how you doing? Mm-hmm. Oh, yo, remember yeah. the Smash Bros? Like, hey, we hang out yeah, exactly. and stuff. And as a year, like two, like Once year two, there I was like looking in there, like I don't recognize any faces. Yep. Um, like you know, like it's all fading away. I'm seeing my friend, the friends I would play with, yeah. sell their CRTs and yeah, like they're like posting like selling my CRT and selling my Wii and this cart that holds a Wii mm-hmm. that holds the CRT. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's tough, man. I still want. You know, like, oh, okay. When the initial yeah. homies are gone, you know? but now that now that I'm streaming, like it's a different experience though. It's like there's all these people I've met who are just like you know I knew them as like a chat name. Then I get yeah. to see them and convert that into like oh yeah. That, I hung out with that homie yeah. over there, and then they pulled up. Have you guys That's on this us. podcast? <laughs> have you guys talked about that experience yet? Of like just the whole experience of meeting people in person that were online first. No, no. I haven't talked about that. No. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah. If you could characterize the experience into one thing, how would you describe people that have never met an online friend in person before? I'll let you go first. I have a yeah. in detail discussion. Okay. Yeah, I think. For someone who's never met an online friend before, and you guys really end up kick like hitting it off i think it's like i don't even know, like magical maybe that yeah. might be a little dramatic but like no some of my, yeah like some of my best friends currently like i've met like met on twitch you know what i mean obviously right we're co-hosting we met on twitch we're co-hosting a podcast yeah. together mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. like my other friend mukavo he lives in seattle like he he's a melee player he plays marth we're both super mega fire emblem nerds and we're both into hip-hop and all this stuff and i'm like this guy's one of my best friends now like i make all my youtube content with him it's like and then we you know we hang i just went to seattle three weeks ago and we hung out and like that's where i'm from yeah they there you go <laughs> next time you're there <laughs> yeah i got drinks for you man no i did I, I didn't even know see i was about to, i was just there yeah i was hanging out um yeah and i think it's yeah it's just magical like it's just be when you have some when you have people especially for i think gamers around our sort of age bracket i guess like i think growing up in a school it can be really really rare to find people who you have common interests with especially like people like myself who is like 70 percent of my personality is like game gaming stuff right like that's just (laughs) what i'm into that's just what i love like rpgs fighting games whatever you want to talk about right i think it's very rare to have that sort of and then twitch is like kind of a place where you can create a whole community of people like that and then you meet up in person and you're like dude this is this is beautiful yeah, yeah. insane for well me said. 
it was a. Uh, I don't know. It's a. Uh, it, it's, it's crazy because like, the way I see it is like when you make friends and you're in school is like you you meet people because of, well you kind of force you to go to your your it's classes like and stuff, yeah. your circumstance and also proximity, you know, mm-hmm. and then it's repeated low pressure uh, interactions is what kind of gives you this opportunity, but actually after you lose those moments like. Maybe you, you're done college. Maybe you're done. Maybe you're working at a job. There's only like four employees you interact with, you know? You're like, oh, this is a small pool. Mm-hmm. But now that's like widened because of the internet and stuff, mm-hmm. it, it changes. It's like it's, the proximity is gone. Um, I, I've, had, I've had great experiences meeting people online. But I, I, I mainly meet a lot of streamers. I meet people who stream. Um. And here's the thing, it's like, if I meet people who I've talked to, they've talked to me for hours on my stream. Right. And I've hung out in their streams for hours and hours. Like, I stream for like eight hours a day. <laughs> I, I stream a yeah, lot, you know? I stream so much. Like, <laughs> and then when I hang out in their streams, like, for, for like, year, like a year, months, whatever, how long it is, I feel like it's hard, unless you're like, I don't know, like, you're, you're really talented. It, it's really hard to fake your personality after a certain amount of time, like, I, I'll see someone's like, you'll see them at their worst when they're really frustrated. You'll see them like, you know, when they're really happy. You'll see them like, when streams really quiet for them, you'll see how they handle these things. Like, it just all these kind of things, like, you can't, you really, it's hard to fake that. You know? I agree. I agree. So, like, how I'm talking to them. And then when I actually meet them in person, like, it translates all the time. So it's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. you're exactly, like, I didn't need any catching up. Like, I literally know yeah. you. It's like, <laughs> like yeah, you know it's me. Like, uh-huh. you no. Know? You're just kicking it. So, like, the streaming aspect actually changed, like, really uh, uh, solidifies it for me. So, like, that's why I have no and problem. Like, like, hey, we've never met, but yeah, you want to sleep over? Yeah, come over. Yeah, and Jill's right. like, why is this person <laughs> in our house sleeping? I was like, oh, oh yeah, no. Yeah, they're the homie. homie. They're from yeah. Florida. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, well, Andrew, you know. <laughs> Oh my god! Well, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, I would add an element to that too. It's you mentioned streamers, and there's that aspect where you can kind of see them and you can hear them. I would add the Discord element on top of that, where mm-hmm. maybe yeah. you don't meet other streamers, but you meet other people you know on Discord. And sometimes, when you have a community of people on Discord, you're in voice chats with them and you're doing video chats, and so you're mm-hmm. you're getting those quiet moments as well. Yeah, that's true. And so, and so the way that I would characterize meeting online friends, if you have cultivated a friendship over a number of months or even in some cases weeks. Uh, it's like you're meeting an old friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You meet them in person yeah. and you, you just, you just click, you just go like mm-hmm. you would normally. And, but it's way better because you're in person and nothing really replaces the in-person uh, communication. You it's know? true. It's true. Yeah. I think that's so. really, I will, I'll, I'll add another element to that though, which I, I don't know. I might be unique in this, but, you know, I, I, I can have like some social anxiety sometimes, right? So th- I will always say the first time I meet an online friend in person, I'm very nervous a lot of the mm-hmm. times. I can be really nervous. The first time I was coming over to AJ's house, I was like, oh, gosh, what if they think I'm lame or like what if they think I'm boring or something? You know, like first time meeting all these other homies, I'm like, oh, what if we don't uh-huh. hit it off? But Here's then once you hang out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was yeah. going to say, how many online friends have you hung out with? Yeah, it was like, like a, yeah. how many have I hung out? A good amount, I would say, like more than more than 10, maybe, probably 10. Okay, that's so. probably more than most people. But yeah. I think the first few is always going to be like that. But yeah, then like yeah. by the time, like by your 50th, you're like, dude, mm-hmm. 
come here. I'm gonna give you a hug. Yeah, I don't even. I'm not even gonna ask if you like hugs. I'm yeah, just exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah. No, and I was just kind of how it is. I, I feel. And, that. and then for context, my wife and I, I would say thirty per thirty five percent of our wedding guests were online Whoa. people, That's so and cool. um, at, at least half of them were people we hadn't yet met in person. No way. That's <laughs> it's so crazy. Cool. That's so cool. Yep. I need to clip yeah. this and show it to my parents because <laughs> my parents could not understand it for the light for the they were like different the, time. The different first culture. the first time I was coming to AJ's house, they were like, "You're going where? <laughs> yeah, like yeah, you know, this guy's not gonna stab you. <laughs> yeah, but, but, yeah, they're like, you're going to, you're going all the way to Long Beach. I'm like, first off, nice it's not that far. It's a really hey, nice area. Yeah, they're like. <laughs> Yeah, but they, you know, they were just trying to make it. You know, they're like, "How do you know he's not gonna stab you?" I'm like, "Ah, right, we hung out. I've like, been hanging out in the street." Can we over and have like a knife behind me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Come in, dude. That's, like, that's a, that was the very first joke I made. Like, my friend, I was like meeting an internet friend, and then like they had to go to the bathroom, so they were coming out. And I pretend to be on the phone, like, "Yeah, mama, well, I'm uh, held at knife, uh, gunpoint currently from this person who wants to murder me, and I regret coming to visit my internet friend." And then they just started cracking up, <laughs> no, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, like, exactly. so I think specifically when it comes to parents and like the trust, because there's more and more young people are meeting more people online, and parents have a right to be concerned. Very true. Um, one thing I've noticed, I, I, some of my Discord folks, at least when I started Discord, was 2015, which was the year it came out. Most wow. people were not on Discord in 2015. Definitely not me. But like, there are some younger people. And one thing I've noticed is I have a few people that, I, that I'm not going to call out in my head, but like they were, you know, they were extremely timid and they, you know, maybe they're even 10 years younger than me. So they're probably 20, 21 now, but you know, five years ago, they were quite a bit younger mm-hmm. and, um, you know, they had this whole social anxieties, apprehension. They would join a voice chat and they'd be muted and everything. And they'd, they'd be like, Oh, and they'd leave and you go, what happened? Oh, sorry. My, my mom came in and I don't want them to know that I talked to online people. I'm like, you're making a huge mistake. What you mm-hmm. do is you say, "Hey, look, I like this this game, or I like this, you know, whatever." And I met someone else, and I want, and like, I want you to introduce him as a friend or whatever. You get your parents involved mm-hmm. is what you do. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a there's a cultural misalignment where people feel like they have to hide things from their parents. Yeah. And one thing I'm really interested in is how can we change the culture to where young people are integrating their parents into their lives more? Yeah. Because when it came to my my upbringing, my parents were fairly um, they they always let us ask questions and they always let us uh they they were fairly strict i guess you could consider it but yeah. they always let us ask questions and we always felt like we could trust them they could trust us so immediately i'd be like oh my gosh look at this person i met on skype or whatever and they they both like they, they like sonic games and they'd be like okay what and they're like yeah well here, <laughs> hey say hi to my mom or whatever and they'd be yeah. like oh hi mrs kimball mm-hmm. oh, okay. and then they would they would talk and they, they would develop friendships and then you know Next thing I know, my mom's adding this person I know online on Facebook by accident and, and is really embarrassed. And like, that's just funny. And that, yeah, that yeah, builds yeah, trust. Yeah. It got to the point where we had a family vacation somewhere in Canada. And the thing that I would do is I would tweet out like, hey, I'm going to this area. Is anyone around? And one of my at the time Windows phone friends was like, hey, I'm in the air. I'd love to like get coffee or whatever. And he's like, I'd also love to give you like a tour of Victoria. And I was like, I asked my parents and I'm like, 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 do you guys mind if like this guy that you don't know gives us a tour? They're like, OK. Yeah. And no, he gave okay. us an entire tour. He gave us the the best places to eat and everything. And, my, and at that point, my parents were like, okay, They're this sold. whole online friend yeah. thing is okay. pretty right. legit, you this know? This is cool. Yeah. <laughs> so I would just say, you know, encourage and find ways to be integrated in, like, for your parents if you're living at home and you're like, oh, I don't want them to know about this. Like, find a way to involve them because your parents want to be involved. Like, yeah. okay. they, they, they would want that, you know? Mm-hmm. I love that. Because, so, yeah. like, my upbringing is completely, <laughs> completely opposite. <laughs> It's just you know it was like everything was secretive. Yeah, 
uh, you know, my parents didn't want to address things like, you know, it's like, oh, uh, I don't want to go into detail, but yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. just like, mm-hmm. it, you know, it just never just unspoken. It's yeah, like, All right, a lot let's, of let's move, let's move past. <laughs> I'm like very in the middle, like uh, puberty yeah. shit. Just, just, just mm-hmm. flies by, like, oh, yeah, 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 no, don't, don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely. Feel what, do, the, what do you mean by you're in the middle? I'm curious. I, I I feel the middle of that where it's like my parents are. My parents are pretty understanding usually, but then sometimes they can kind of like my mom specifically is like very protective, like kind of like, okay, you can't, you know, or my dad's like, ah, he's a smart kid. He's he's fine, you know, right? So it's like, I I definitely think it's pretty, it's a pretty interesting experience. But also like, yeah, I think, you know, what you're saying too is like, you you sort of show them proof of like, you know, proof of concept kind of thing where it's like, hey, you know. Like in 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 this case is like you know I I showed them AJ I was like look he's a streamer like he's just he's like he's not you know he's not gonna he's not crazy like he's hosted yeah. events before you like, loaded up it's like something you showed the stream something crazy's happening yeah. <laughs> like, this is the guy yeah he's like he's like nasty this guy you go to his house yeah. yeah but no I mean like it's you know I definitely think that's a that's a good point you make you know like trying to integrate. You know, you're sort of you don't need to always be unless you're doing some weirdo stuff. But you know, like if you're <laughs> right, right, if you're, I do, I do that. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you might have to be selective. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like, I have yeah, a very, yeah. I have a very highly curated example exactly. of the best of the person you, you, you want to show favorite. them mm-hmm. the the best of the best. Yeah. But yeah, I think you know, yeah, that stuff mm-hmm. definitely finds a way of working working yeah. itself out a lot of time. I feel like you. What on the opposite side though, like you have to be. I don't know. You just have to be a good judge of character too. You yeah. also yep. need to know. I definitely like, think that's a good. That's why I'm talking about like months point. of like months and yes. a year or so knowing these people on stream. Like, yeah, I've been watching. Like, I, I, yeah, like I know. Oh, I don't like how that person acts. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that's kind of sketchy. Because like, you, you know? can sm- snip. I feel like it's crazy being on Twitch like so recently as well. Like, I feel like you can sniff out bad vibes like a mile away. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, so, like uh, a weird chatter comes in, and you know you're doing what I'm like. Yeah. Your, your energy is just your your energy is just off to me like you, you gotta yeah. go <laughs> yeah you know mm-hmm. I, you have to go with your gut all the time yeah like every time i go against my gut i'm like i should have banned this guy yeah now it's too late, late. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. no not, so, not too late i'm like <laughs> i don't care you've been in community for like a month or two yeah i definitely have had that where i'm like oh i, I should have just nipped this in the bud and then i let it go and then there's like some weird drama and i'm like bro i don't want to deal with this like just totally stop, just stop <laughs> rule one in my discord server this server is not subject to your definition of fairness yeah facts yeah, first rule uh-huh if you're strange that will, save you, that will save you hours of pointless debates with 15 year olds about why your rules are unfair it's like yeah, it's the yeah, first yeah. rule mm-hmm. i decide what's fair mm-hmm. you're out of here yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like, like that's domain, how you have to you do know? it mm-hmm. you know yeah because yeah, yeah it, it, it can it can get really not fun very quick when you're hanging around <laughs> when your streams full of people you don't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get, I'm, yeah. I'm on the I'm on like the really aggressive side though. It's like in the moment I'm not having fun with what you're sending me. I'm like, mm, you don't do anything <laughs> wrong, but I'm just not like I don't want you here. Do it. You have license to ban whoever you yeah, want. Yeah, exactly. So like, That's you know, I don't part. do it. Streamers don't make enough. It's like, man, I'm bored. Like, I don't yeah. really like what you're saying. <laughs> you don't like, enough for this shit. But when you're smaller and you're like, but I have one chatter. And that's... That's the, I need this person. That's the trap that happens. I, I don't like their vibes. I yeah. think they're probably a toxic person, but yeah. I'm going to entertain their conversation because mm-hmm. I, he, holy heck, I have a chatter. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's that's a trap though. That was the hard part because yeah. you get stuck in that loop. Well, not well, mm-hmm. yeah, it is a loop. It's a loop for yeah, sure because yeah. it happens. All this. I mean, even to me, like I'm still I'm still pretty small. Like I've you know I obviously I have like a consistent group of homies now and stuff that that pull up, but it's like yeah, you know, on the slower days, and then someone comes in and you're like, eh, just <laughs> just just relax. I've been on both know? sides though. You know, yeah. it's like. I really need affiliate. <laughs> I really need affiliate. Yeah, Kids yeah. asking me to play these goofy songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah, sure, bro. I gotta play your song. Yeah. Oh, that's so yeah. funny. Yeah, dude. Yeah, but you know, I mean, I definitely think I've I've learned from AJ a lot though, because yeah, he's definitely but... on the more. Because before I didn't ban, and I never banned anyone before, like mm-hmm. before we started hanging out. And he was like, bro, I just ban people. Like, I just get rid of them. Get out. I'm like, I will say I'm a little more on the aggressive side. I talked to my friends about having a shared ban list, Mm -hmm. which I think you also have like some, something on your website talking about a shared ban Mm -hmm. list thing too, but unrelated. Yeah. Maybe. I swear I saw them. (laughs) But but anyways, yeah, my friends were talking about having a shared ban list on, which is a a feature they have on Twitch right now. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I was like, yeah, we should share a ban list, everyone. Let's do it. And my friends were like, no, no. no. <laughs> so those people come to my street. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, yeah. Okay, okay. I'm totally not judging. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The fact that you haven't banned them yet. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I definitely think the yeah, because I and it, and it's surprising to me too because I haven't had that many awkward interactions in person but i guess that's because i don't talk to that many people either but like a lot of my interactions in school and other otherwise were like mostly you know people are like pretty normal but then like on twitch it's like you can just see that there are people who are either just don't care about like reading a room or don't really know how to kind of and it's like that's usually where i have pause or i'm like okay i'm trying to feel you out like do you just not know how to read a room or yeah. are you just choosing to just be weird and like mm-hmm. do i need yeah. to you know and that's not, but i mean yeah i think if it affects your vibes then like sometimes oh. you just gotta make the hard decision <laughs> it's it just i mean you can't be everyone's friend essentially yeah. you know mm-hmm. yeah oh. that's facts <laughs> dude it doesn't mean i don't give them respect when i see them you know yeah, exactly. or like you know i'm like i'm not it's just like yeah this isn't the place for you like you yeah, know it, you it, can go it, somewhere it, else yeah. with that yeah. <laughs> that is a lesson yeah. that is such a lesson about being your friend. what's funny is so like i talk about family friendly content a lot because i i all the content i make is family friendly mm-hmm. and i try to keep a clean ship for the yeah, most part yeah. and that comes with some interesting adversity but it's not necessarily what you think mm, like um when? because you know, like you think about your worst situation on Twitch and like, oh, no, a bunch of toxic people under my chat. Right. And then you think, oh, no, family friendly. Like there's going to be so many trolls that try to like mess with it. Yeah. And what I found is like that doesn't really happen for well, some really. reason. Um, instead, what you get is you get a bunch of extremely cringe, like very were... socially awkward people. Yeah. Instead, oh, right. So it's yeah. sort of like pick your battles. Do you want to deal with a lot of toxic people or do you want to yeah. deal with a lot of cringe people? Yeah. 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 yeah and yeah. and like it's one of those things where you go, oh, like this person they are like yeah they're mentally gone yeah (laughs) they haven't done anything wrong Uh and you know at that point you decide what what do i do with this person like do i adopt them and out of the goodness of my heart yeah indulge their bizarre questions about you know i'm not even going to say anything because i don't want to call anyone out but Mm -hmm. you know or do i just say look man I'm sorry, but you are making everyone uncomfortable, 
and yeah. someone has to tell you because mm-hmm. a lot of people won't tell you, mm-hmm. and I have to let you go. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah. What's the kindest thing to do in that situation? What's the most productive thing? Those yeah. are all the questions. When someone's toxic, you ban them. Yeah, yeah. Right? Simple. Yeah, it's easy. Exactly. There's, there's right, right, make, it, make it easy for me. So right? that's where my line's like aggressive. Yeah. Like I'm on the aggressive side. Like the moment I I don't like it, mm-hmm. my guts tell me to do it. Yeah. <laughs> but other people are like, oh. I but they haven't done anything wrong yet. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. but I just don't. If you have the feeling of dreading to like mm-hmm. see this yeah. person, it's like. It's like a, you know, it's like yeah, I think SpongeBob with that though. bully, yeah. you know, who's mm-hmm. like flats or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. oh no, oh man, I'm gonna go flats is there. Yeah. If you have that feeling, it's just like mm-hmm. that. That's my. Uh, I I totally I totally feel what Kimball's talking about too, because you know I talk about this with AJ all the time, like mostly off stream. But it's like there are those people who are riding the line of just like <laughs> they're right on the line of like I wish you were just a little weirder, so I wouldn't feel bad about banning yeah, you. Yeah, right, like, right. You're just weird enough that mm-hmm. I'm thinking about it. You know, like if I'm thinking, <laughs> like yeah, AJ's like if I'm thinking about it, you're gone, right? Like get out of here. And That's probably like, the way to go. To I, be honest. I was That's about to say to I think so too. Like. Yeah, it, it it saves you a lot of a lot of weird situations. I've definitely, I've definitely seen that. I think that's so funny. But yeah, this is, this is a really large tangent. We start <laughs> yeah, talking yeah, about I love melee community. Yeah, I love I love talking about it too, though, because I think you know, I mean, community is just something that is just well, you know, you can talk about forever, right? The mm-hmm. differences in Twitch communities and like your own sub communities and like melee community, all that stuff. So, and talk about something that didn't exist. 20 years ago Facts. yeah like, yeah yeah all these sub niches so and sub communities it's actually yeah. so cool and yeah. and to your point earlier i think was it uk or was it you ages that were talking about being confined to your physical location to make friends was mm-hmm. kind of the norm mm-hmm. yeah and now yeah. you have this hyper targeted hyper focused method to have like-minded people yeah, that, yeah. over shared interests mm-hmm. come on like yeah. that is that's an almost a friendship addiction at it's that beautiful point. yeah yeah, it yeah. it's like yeah and, and there's a point where you go, actually, I should probably love my neighbor too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not completely yeah. ignore him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, 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 that's a hard part. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and you have to expand your horizons. You can't hang out with people do we're just that like only you. think the way you do, mm-hmm. that only like the things that you like. There's something to be said for broadening your horizons and being with people that challenge are yeah. not like you, and yeah. that yeah, challenge it or whatever you know. Yeah. So because you can still get along with that. people who who don't necessarily agree with you on everything. Yeah. Oh like, I, yeah. I think that's I think that's something that definitely nowadays sometimes can be like a little hard, especially with like just Twitter and all this other stuff. It's like someone right. disagrees with you. It's like what? You're, yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. Evil. Right, where it's like, no, like, you know, half my friends, I'm like, this guy's an idiot. <laughs> but you know, like I love him. Yeah. You yeah. know? Right. You know? So yeah, I definitely think uh that's that's definitely something that is important. And I think, you know, your your point about expanding horizons is dope too, because you know, like I mentioned before, like I was definitely stepping out. I was trying to step out of my comfort zone. Like that was the first thing I told AJ when I first came over here. I was like, I would never come over to like someone's house that I don't know. But like I'm trying to, you know, expand my horizons. And look at what it's done, right? Like it's, I know. it's be, right. Like it's it's you know, I definitely think that's something if you're super shy, like it's it's worth it. Like I still struggle with it, obviously. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be expanding your comfort zone if it wasn't hard. But like AJ, were you nervous at all? Were you nervous at all when Kay was visiting you? No, because Not the, thing is, the thing is I've always it stems from melee. It really does. Because I'm so used to like back in the day it was like go on face socal facebook 
hey, who wants to go to my house and play something in Smash? And I'm hosting. Mm-hmm. And then you really can't even pick who comes. <laughs> you know? And then like, I check their age. I'm like, oh, they're too young. Like, I don't, I don't know. I'm not babysitting, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, maybe, you know, I don't know. I just I, I didn't feel comfortable with that. But I'm like, yeah, come over, come over. And I'd just be strangers. And then sometimes it'd be awkward. And then they would say something weird. I'm like, all right. We're probably never going to do this ever again. <laughs> like in my head, I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. <laughs> but that would happen a lot. Like, uh, there's like, uh-huh. there's gonna be a huge, like, a lot of them. Like, I pick people up. I'm like, all right, let's go play melee. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> never mind. But eventually, I met some good friends like that too. You know, mm-hmm. but I, dude, I, I freaking shared a hotel room with three other dudes to go to a Project M tournament in California. Oh wow! And I thought. What am I doing? Like this is kind of freaking weird, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Oh, we love the game. Yeah, it was a game. good deal. We all wanted to be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 For for every step you you know every every weirdo you find you you meet a lifelong Obi. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Yeah. It's so worth the, it. Yeah. The, that, uh, the, the, the cringe is worth it. That's mm-hmm. what it comes down to. So that mentality kind of kind of carried over. You know. So like I'm so used to that. And that's just like smash people I met through Twitch, like people on Twitch in general, or even like you know, people I met on Discord, but mainly they're yeah. on Twitch because that's that's where my yeah, world is. That's where the yeah, that's where the the big money's at. <laughs> so I, I would just I, along with that mentality of smash, like of inviting like strangers to come over and play, mixed in with the curation of like knowing these people because I've interacted so long. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm like, oh yeah, okay, come over. Yeah, like I've had a party like. If you know MF or Mother Motherfucker, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's his name. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember just having a Smash Fest, and he came to my chat. And he was like, "Oh man, what are you guys doing?" I'm like, "Hey, come over!" <laughs> like yeah, I didn't right. know what he looked like. I was like, "Hey, just <laughs> you want to come?" Yeah. Yeah. Guys, come over. I was one of <laughs> our homies too. That's one of our close homies now. <laughs> yeah. It's just like from off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just hang out. Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. I could have easily just like, oh, just nothing. We're just kicking it. Yeah. But I was like, you know, come over. Yeah. You know, I got enough vouchers. Like mm-hmm. I, someone said, vouchers. Yeah. Like, Pull up. Facts. They wow, easily could just so like cool. shooting me up, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, hey, this guy, you know, it could be anything. But I guess until that... I, I do make a fatal mistake, mm-hmm. so far it has been, <laughs> so far, <laughs> so far it's, been, it's yeah. been pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nothing, nothing's happened yeah. yet. I think it's so mm-hmm. funny too because that's such a clash of like because I never had anything like that. Like I was very selective about like to this day I have I could probably count on two hands the amount of friends I let come over to my house you know like if you come over to my house like you're like a lifelong friend to me you know like that's my that's my castle you know that's my space like if you're coming in here that means you're cool like I don't just let anyone I had people try to pull up to my house by surprise I live in a gated community now I, I was like Nah, bro. (laughs) (laughs) You can't come. You gotta tell me. Like you can't just just pull up. You know, spontaneous. But AJ's like the complete opposite. Where he's like, Mm -hmm. I'm literally just hanging out in stream sometimes. I'm like, man, I really want some shabu. He's like, let's go. And I'm like, all right, I'll just end the stream. Like, let's go. Uh, Yeah, we're gonna go get some food now. (laughs) I I I really do want like Uh, partial. Well, oh oh, Oh, you froze froze up for a second. Oh, I did. Yeah, yeah, but it's good now. I was like, he's really smiling. I know he's like, he's loving this. (laughs) He knows the story. I realized he froze. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Quick daydream detour. Okay, back. Yeah, yeah. But uh, what I was saying is like uh, even more so what you're talking about. I was like, ideally, and this might be a call to action to my community. (laughs) It's like in reality of it, since I stream so long, I really do want my house to be open doors. Where like, if you're a person, like a friend, like. Like, you know, we you've come to my house before, you know, like I'm not saying some stranger who's watching, I don't know you, but like my my close friends, you know, or these people where you're a streamer that we 
No. We know really well. Yeah. I'm saying this as like precursor, like, you know, a warning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. People might gotta be taking this the wrong way. Gotta put some qualifiers. Yeah, qualifiers. Yeah. Like someone who I don't have that relationship comes over. I would want some open doors where like, you know, I'm streaming and then if they're comfortable in front of a camera, just stream with me. Because like, you know, I, I do just shouting. I do like melee. I mean, just because a lot of like a lot of the big, you know, Twitch streamers, they're like that. They just have like a bunch of random guests come over. It's tough because like my IRL friends are camera shy. Mm-hmm. Even my streamer friends that come in, they're like not really. It's not their community, so they're not really comfortable with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's like mm-hmm. that's kind of like not a dream, but like I ideally would that'd be cool to like have. Uh, if I were to keep doing this, like, mm-hmm. well, dude, you are a like a natural. You're you're like when I when I think of like someone who is created to be a, a chill streamer 100%. you are the person that comes to mind Facts. you have everyone over every, someone enters the room and you're there they're just automatically more comfortable mm-hmm. you know and and you you ask great questions i mean like you are the ideal streamer in my opinion i agree you're awesome oh, I, agree. I love this game yeah i know <laughs> i love it i'm i dude i'm i'm still geeking because i was before all of this i was a david kimball fan bro like i'm watching the content this is so mm-hmm. sick like we're talking about <laughs> like this is cool like i i and, and he's a super cool guy like dope dope guy i love david yeah. uh you know how we met i actually i remember like i was trying to make my uh notifications on on a uh for twitch you know when someone raids or follows or something where like I scratch or something. Mm-hmm. I was trying to find how to green screen melee, mm-hmm. and I came across one of the videos, and I don't know how to follow instructions. <laughs> like doing that, I was like, I don't know how to do this, and I, I DM'd from <laughs> Discord. <laughs> I was like, I, I didn't know. It, I don't think you had anything. Well, you had your Microsoft stuff, but like, yeah. I think you had some videos out. But I remember it was like guides. I was like, Hey, yeah. how do you do this? <laughs> or I, maybe I messaged your Discord or something, and then you came and actually reached out and helped. Oh wow. yeah, I think I helped you live on your stream. Yeah, but I remember it, out. it was like funny because you're like, you were trying to walk me through. I was like, this one is like no. <laughs> actually, I'll make, I'll make a new video. I'll make it easier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, in a couple of days, like in a day or so, just made a new video. Exactly. Like how to extract I forgot. <laughs> I, I literally made it a new one because <laughs> you were struggling so hard. Dude, you had no idea what you were doing. I was oh, yeah. like, I was like, what is this? But but these Go days, you like, you know your way around it super well. It's totally uh-huh. different. But like, helping you on stream, I was like, this guy is hopeless. I gotta make a completely new one. You know, he, he had a tweet. Yeah. I think he was like, uh-huh. uh, I just realized I'm the Fred uh, no, Net, uh, Net, Net Flanders of Melee. And some, <laughs> someone came in and was like, who's Homer Simpson? And then you're like, Smash Magazine. <laughs> I don't think we were that close yet. I was like, what is this? Like, this guy's talking trash. And I loved it. I was like, I was oh, laughing. Yeah. I was no, laughing. Sorry. The reason I pinged you, because the reason I thought of it is you made some reference to The Simpsons or something. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I pinged you for a reason. I was like, I know AJ likes The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. I just want to bug him because I feel like it'd be fun to bug him. Yeah, and he's yeah, just yeah. funny. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I do. Re- you would appreciate I do the Ned Flanders comparison yeah, too. Yeah. I, like I do relate though. I relate. Yeah. Like, oh, I do feel like Homer. Like, yeah, you're the one that just... brings everyone together. That's what he does. Yeah, that's what yeah, I, yeah. And, it, and boy, yeah, that, is that true? That was, I've met so many friends just through that one party I came. I was like, I was like, I hang out with this guy, I hang out with this guy, and I met all these people at AJ's. House. No, I, I love that you guys are saying that, but in reality of it, when I think of Homer, I just think of like he's somehow. I don't know. He didn't for no reason gets like in these predicaments. Like, yeah. like there's so no reason why 
he should have this for what he's doing you know yeah and it happens to me all the time like why am i in this spot like how did i get here like i don't know why is this happening like oh i don't think i work i don't think i work for it yeah but yeah Mm -hmm. that's funny yeah i think it's dope you know are there more questions on the list that are yeah. that are for me yeah that, that, that we're not on the off topic for I yeah, mean, I love yeah. The tangents, honestly but... okay yeah at this point we kind of have yeah cu- touched on everything so okay I, but i did want to mention uh you know sort of the end portion was like i want to talk about smack studio oh um, yeah because i i was super excited about the project like when you announced it i was like oh snap you know like i comment on the tweet all this stuff i was like oh this looks tight like you know a fighting game that's like coming from someone who's obviously so big in the modding scene and it's like okay you know you're gonna do this right like you know it's gonna be it's gonna be on point right so i kind of just wanted to um get the background i guess like how did yeah. you sort of come up like what was the idea that sort of started smack theater and like how did it how did it sort of come about yeah so i actually did not create the game uh, i was not the founder the founder is a guy named alec dutch and he is a freaking he's amazing he's an amazing guy and he has been working on the project for about five years. I could be wrong about that. But his idea was basically, you know, how how can he, he was from what I remember, he was creating his own Smash clone, not too dissimilar from Smash Flash or Smash mm-hmm. Land. By the way, if, if you have you heard of Super Smash Land, it's like a Game Boy-esque mm-hmm. version. Mm-hmm. That's cool, um, though. That Dan cool. Farnese made that before he made Rivals of Aether. Wow. Oh, okay. So, okay. a little bit of trivia there. I but, love um, Rivals, yeah. Anyway, so Alec was making something akin to that. He had Banjo and Kazooie. He had all these awesome characters in there. Just mm, choice mm. characters. And he realized that uh, he thought, well, I could just like make a legit game around it with and make money and, and not like just you know copy off of that. Yeah. And then at some point, he basically created tech that it's it's absolutely mind-blowing he realized that you know pixel art is awesome pixel art is great but it it suffers from like 2d illustration in the sense that you have to make frame by frame animation if you want to do something cool and that is so tedious Mm -hmm. it's so freaking tedious to do frame by frame animation whereas on the 3d side if you guys have ever done video editing you know like about interpolation and like keyframes and stuff Mm -hmm. yeah where you just say on this point in time i want someone's hand here yeah at this point in time, I want their hand here. Yeah. And then it does it all for you. Like mm-hmm. that is so much easier than frame by frame animation where you have to draw each frame, right? Yeah. yeah. So he created tech that basically was the best of both worlds. So all you have to do is make a pixel art character once. You make their pixel head, their pixel arm, the pixel body. And then you put it, you rig it to a skeleton. And then the engine dynamically adds depth and draws the 3D for you. Mm-hmm. So you can rotate pixel art. It is just like the first time anyone sees it, they're go, they're just like, what am I seeing right now? <laughs> yeah, this is insane. Totally. So he created this thing. And um, this is another insane story. So I worked at a staffing company and I got fired in uh, 2021, I think it was. Because um, IT had rolled out a new policy of security. Um, so I had to get a work laptop because during COVID, I was working on my my personal PC because I was working from home. I was actually working from home before COVID started. By yeah. Oh, wow. Like a, a year Same. or so before that. Oh, interesting. I yeah. didn't know that. So, but I was using my own personal device and IT was rolling out a new um, security a new policy. policy. So yeah. I thought, okay, I should probably get this off my, you know, my main computer and get it on to a proper work laptop. So I begrudgingly reached out to my manager and said, okay, I need a work laptop. But they said, okay, we'll give you a few extra monitors. We'll give you a keyboard. Like, okay, so I won't lose my three-monitor setup. I'll have something similar. That's, that's not bad. 
But very quickly, I remembered how not having admin access was and how yeah. I couldn't delete desktop icons off of my desktop. Like, mm -hmm. I'm very particular about that. I want a completely clean desktop. And I couldn't do it because mm -hmm. I wasn't for admin. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I heard about an exploit in Windows where if you plug in a Razer mouse, certain red, you, you're nodding your head, uh -huh. AJ. Oh, I'm, I'm on the IT portion who would put the security policy in. There's people okay. like you. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. I would be the one getting you fired. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's um, it's it, it was what is it um, group policy that mm -hmm. that enforces this. But if you plug in a certain brand of Razer mouse at, for a certain period of time, and you chose a different installation folder for the firmware for this mouse, it would run as system. So this dialog box opens up, runs this system. I can then run command prompt as system, and I immediately made myself an admin on the. I made my user account an admin on the laptop. Yeah, yeah. And it worked. Mm -hmm. um, and then the next day, my internet randomly went out, and they're like, hey, there's been like a cybersecurity attack on your PC or whatever. And eventually, and I had no idea what was going on, and they, mm -hmm. they were like, dude, like the head of security council at this, or, this Fortune 1000 multi-billion dollar corporation calls me and says, uh, "What? like, basically, what are you doing? And it didn't occur to me that I had triggered it. Oh. I thought like someone was like I thought someone was hacking into my laptop. Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh well, I made myself an admin. They're like, you did what? Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh well, you know. And they're like, you know, that's considered a cybersecurity attack, right? And I was like, no, I was just trying to delete some desktop icon. Oh <laughs> no! And they're like, help me understand why you go to the, all that trouble. Like he was so suspicious of me. Mm -hmm. And so there was a whole day of complete silence. And then I was like, basically fired. I lost. I didn't even get severance. I what? lost all this vacation stuff. It was terrible. Wow. It was bad. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I was kind of bummed. But a week after that, we were going to PAX West. And so um, my then girlfriend, now wife, uh, went to PAX West. She does some cosplay stuff. So uh, that was really fun. But we ran to this booth called Smack Studio. And I was playing it. I was like, dude, this game feels like Melee. Like, what the heck? This is awesome. And I've never heard of this before. And the, the movement felt great. And I didn't even know about the character creator until someone pointed it out. And then so I'm like, what? You can, like, create your own characters? What is this? And uh, very quickly, uh, we got to know Alec and the other devs that were there. I think we, we went a second day, maybe, and played it again. And um, my my wife organized something for me where it's a whole long story that I won't get into. But long story short, I got to play a one-on-one -on -one match with Alec, and I beat him at his own game. Oh, that was nice. hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, dude, we the biggest thing we really need right now is a marketing person. I was like, I'm looking for a job. Yeah. So that's how that happened. Uh -huh. And so oh, wow. I started getting involved doing marketing and community for them. And so I spent about 10 months there. Um, so again, all the credit for thinking of the idea goes to Alec. Um, mm. But as soon as I saw it, I'm like, dude, this is like, this is a wet dream for modders. Yeah. Like yeah. A game yeah, that exactly. comes with the tools. Mm -hmm. And dude, I am so glad you asked about Smack Studio because it's been kind of quiet for a while. Yeah, exactly. But that's we're about to drop to. a huge update. Ooh. Um, so. Little teaser there. Okay. Um, okay. And I don't work there anymore. I'm uh -huh. I'm still supporting and I'm still helpful and I'm still involved, mm -hmm. but I don't technically work with them anymore. So a little yeah, disclaimer yeah. there. Yeah, but yeah. dude, keep your eye on it because it's gonna be doing yeah. some awesome stuff soon. I was about to say, yeah, no, when I first saw it, because I love games with mod support. Like that's my biggest, you know, Sonic Adventure 2, like all the mo crazy mods you can do on that, like rivals you just mentioned, like rivals is like I love rivals. I play that yeah. game all the time. The mod the workshop for that, insane, right? 
Yeah. I was like, yeah, like this is going to be like, this is going to, I'm going to love this game. And then I saw, and I was like, oh, David Kimball's like, you know, talking about this. Cause that's initially where I found it was like you were tweeting about it and all this stuff. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, snap. Like this stuff looks tight. That's so, awesome. Yeah. I yeah. definitely yeah, want to. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the workshop for uh, Rivals of Aether. Mm-hmm. Every time they made a workshop character, that's, that's hand hand frame by frame drawn animations for that Mm -hmm. so to put that in comparison there are 150 characters on smack studios workshop yeah wow (laughs) and that's just Mm -hmm. that speaks to how quickly you can make a character Mm -hmm. it's so fast and they're they're really high quality not all 150 are high quality Mm -hmm. i'd say there's probably a good 40 though that are really good yeah Yeah. because for every high quality rivals mod there's a there's a png of obama (laughs) Exactly, yeah, shooting, the good a ro- ones. shooting a rocket launcher <laughs> or something. <laughs> you know, that, that sounds one. tight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, So, yeah. In fact, as a proof of concept for one stream, my uh, wife and I made Swole Doge, uh, <laughs> the character in Smack yeah. Studio, in one mm-hmm. three-hour stream, and we made a complete character from start to finish in three mm-hmm. hours. Wow. So, mm. yeah, yeah, that's really awesome. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, I want. I knew I had to get the the Smack Studio, you know, shout out in there. I I, I was just curious because, like you said, I hadn't heard anything in a little while. Like I was mm-hmm. tracking it on Stuff's Steam. Coming. It's still, yeah, it's still on early access oh, yeah. and all that. So I know, but yeah, I just wanted to, you know, get a quick shout out for that. But that's that's pretty much all we got for yeah, the same here. the question here. portion of it. We can, you know, see what Chad's been saying. Yeah. But, if yeah, there's anything you want to plug awesome. or any your 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 socials or YouTube. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I think I will. Um, I think uh, my username, David V. Kimball, is the be the longest thing you'll have to remember. But once you remember it, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess I check out my YouTube channel. I think I'll pick one thing. In marketing, you're supposed to have one call to action. So oh, okay. just I'm, YouTube. I'm learning. I'm learning right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you, David V. Kimball. You can search Melee Elevated, Melee Trophy, 100% Run, if you're interested in that. And then you'll find my channel. So. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah, there you the go, people. Are... Go, go watch if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. Man's is making hits. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for pulling up yeah. to, the, to the podcast. Yeah, yeah, dude, I'm super honored. I'm. Is this like the first video chat we've had, AJ? I feel like it might be. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, Have, I think maybe VC, VC one time, maybe I can't remember. I think for like a brief second, probably probably for some support thing. Yeah, yeah, I think that might have been. In, I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see you, Joe. Hi, Mello. I got so lost in your convo. Your great podcast. Yeah, this is actually pretty good. Oh, I dude. Uh-huh. I was I was so excited for this one. Like AJ, because yeah. So I don't know if you. So David, I was doing a podcast. Uh, like before this one, like on my own, just kind of like I knew I wanted to start something, and I, I was like, I kind of wanted to be melee, but I also like I don't want to be locked in as the melee guy because I have a lot of other things I love, right? So I was like, you know, I kind of want to just get a podcast of like my streamer homies, like make it, you know, geared towards nice. streamers kind of thing. Right. And then so I was doing that for like, you know, nine, ten episodes. AJ was the last one I did. And then, uh, you know, we did the podcast and he was like, dude, you you like killed that. Or Actually, we we ended the podcast by saying, hey, I want to go get Shabu. Like I kind of have the taste for Shabu. He was like, come over right now. And I was like, okay. And then he was like, is this a bit? And I was like, no, bro. I'm going to end stream and I'm coming to your house right now. We're going to go get dinner. And then we're sitting in the car and he was like, dude, you did really good at that. Like, I think we could do something because my biggest struggle was like getting guests on and stuff like that, right? Because A, I'm shy and I don't want to reach out to people I don't know Mm -hmm. and like don't, you know, have that sort of rapport with. 
and then B, like, you know, I just, you know, I'm just not as well known as 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 AJ, right? Dream team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. the opposite. Like well, <laughs> I'm pretty bad at planning. <laughs> yeah. I'm bad at like prep work, you know. Uh usually when I do these podcasts, like K he has a ton of questions. I usually just go in like like you know, mm-hmm. like Miss Incredible, like it's just showtime. Rip it. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> like I, I, I was excited though because I, I, I think knew I'm AJ ready. Could like, rip. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Like you know, just to bounce yeah. off of anything because mm-hmm. you know, I, I have good rapport with all the the exactly. friends I've made. You know, mm-hmm. oh for sure, oh, you guys. That's a great combination. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for all the other guests you have, and even if it's just you two, are you guys planning on doing just you two? Sometimes, uh, maybe, maybe, yeah. Like we, I feel like I don't because I the 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 thing about it is that AJ is very good off the cuff, right? Like he can just go. Yeah. Whereas, like I had to really like I prepared a lot of my <laughs> stuff because you know, like that's that's what we were talking about earlier. Like AJ was nervous about doing it live. I was like, bro, trust me, there will never be any points where it'll be awkward because I always have the next mm-hmm. thing lined, yeah. Yeah, lined yeah. up, right? Yeah. So it's like mm-hmm. there's no there's no fear of anything like any yeah. awkwardness happening because okay. I'm not you know like every single guest that I had on and it made it easier because they were like people I knew which is why I also love this opportunity too is because like I didn't know you before this podcast but now I'm like dude this guy's tight like I feel yeah, like yeah, I know. you know we're friends right like this is cool mm-hmm. we're totally friends yeah, yeah. so <laughs> I'm like yeah you know but just that little extra you know. Just looking up questions and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Ignore the chat. <laughs> Stop looking at it. Don't look at it. Don't look at the chat. Enjoying the chat. Some Noki Doki. That's a that's a tight name. <laughs> Don't look at good looking. Don't it. look at Hawk Boss. Uh, my cat jumped on my keyboard. Okay, Joe. <laughs> side note. Okay, since this is just the, the casual portion of the stream. Joe, how can we let Epo out? <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. Epo right <laughs> yeah. there. You guys He's see? Distracting me. Let me go full screen for a second. He, he came and was like, "I'm hearing, I'm hearing him like." Tap, tip like you know uh what do you call that tap dance around the house I was yeah. like let me go full screen now oh, yeah, i was getting house. so distracted Epo, look at this he's leaving the camera i i walked away he knew i'm i'm this is my first time ever incorporating the full screen portion of it yeah. but this is uh this is it so there, there's a computer i'm talking about right behind you is a computer oh yeah mm-hmm. you see that yeah, yeah. That's, the that's joe's computer that i took and then in the uh, behind the scenes right now yeah behind the scenes is the camera Wait, you took Jill's computer? Joe doesn't use it. No, and that was, that's also oh. my computer I gave her. And I've never seen it. Joe doesn't choose her <laughs> iPad and her laptop. She doesn't. I put a 1050 Ti. That's pretty good. Wow, that is very good. It's not. Yeah. It's not that good. It's, it's not probably better good. than mine. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, dude. Okay, my custom PC I built in 2015, and I've maybe upgraded two parts on it. Wow. Yeah. It's trooping, though. It's, it's yeah. going. <laughs> it is. It's, it's all, to, it gets all the get work build. done, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah, so yeah, there, does. You, there you it, go. But I see, I bought like I bought uh, with the future in mind when I did build it. So I'm probably about to upgrade it. But I just got a new desk. I got a standing desk that's arriving. Ooh. I'm so excited. Ooh. Yeah. Oh man, man. The thing is, though, like I upgraded my PC and stuff. And in reality of it is like I only all I play is melee. <laughs> all I play is melee. <laughs> I'll play like uh, I'll play like uh, you know like. Stardew Valley, RuneScape, yeah. what else? I'll play retro games. Like, I have no reason for uh, 3070 or like, you're, you know, and the. Do you do stuff with video? What was that? Do you do stuff with video? Uh, if I was better at like keeping on task, <laughs> I would. Dude, you know? video, yeah. it's all about video, man. The, the video stuff the biggest is time, The t- biggest time sink is when I edit videos, I have to hit spacebar, I have to wait for it to buffer, I have to pause it. It's okay, so okay. frustrating, and that's the number one reason I want to get a new PC is the video editing part. Yeah, yeah. It's really handy, yeah. 
Yeah, it's I, so annoying when you have to wait so mm-hmm. long to play back video just to edit something. Yeah, that's why I think it's so uh, respectable because like you, you edit these gigantic. Yeah, you edit your things. Own stuff too. Are like you? Insane. Do you have editors or do you do that all? No, I do it all myself. You yeah. All yourself. It's like mm-hmm. insane. It's really yeah, especially because as I'm like getting into the underbelly of it all, you know, I'm like because I tried to edit my own stuff for a little bit. I was using a uh, DaVinci. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I was like, "Holy crap!" Like these YouTube videos that I watch, like these guys are insane. Because I was in my mind, I was like, I was "Like how hard can editing be? You cut, you click a cut here, you click a cut there, bing, bang, boom, easy money." I got on DaVinci, and I was like, "No, I was yeah. like, oh no, it's not easy. This is crazy." Yeah, yeah no, that stuff is serious. So I have nothing but respect, especially for longer forms kind of like documentary because documentaries are probably my favorite form of content to consume to be honest mm. like i love documentaries like i could that's what really like obviously smash Bros. documentary right? i was like this this is this might be my like all the gaming stuff i ever had an excuse to talk about in college like i did like i had a critical theory class i don't even remember how i worked the the, the doc in there but i did <laughs> Same thing with my capstone. Nice. I talked about gaming as a form of new media and like all cool. this stuff. Like I was like, yeah, this stuff is. Like, but the the doc was like, I was like, oh my gosh, this might, this is just that just got me onto documentaries. I was like, I can just mm-hmm. watch it, any documentary now. Like it's such a sick form of storytelling. Shout out to Samox. Yeah, yeah, for real. I love Samox. Samox gave me a blessing. Yeah. He was like, if you want to do anything with the documentary, you should like do it. That's right, he did. And I didn't he do anything with it. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I'm, so, I'm such a lazy prison. It's like I don't like that, yeah. dude. Samus, I swear I, to you, I'm gonna do something dope. crazy. Yeah, that I would swear. be so cool. It's making a beat tape for you. I got you, Samus. Yeah, that'd be so this. Cool. I got you. I swear. I'm so sad that the vod is gone, but he was going on about how much he loved uh, Elevated, and he was like, "Dude, it's oh. so good." The vod's gone. I'm sad. Oh, it's again. Wow. It's in your. But, it's in your yeah, heart. Yeah, it's in your heart. It's in my it's in heart. heart. That's all that yeah. matters. And I would, not yeah. that I'm like really insecure and need to clip that and save it to watch when I'm feeling down or anything, mm-hmm. or anything <laughs> weird like that. Um, yeah, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. No, but one yeah. thing that he said was like, he's like, yeah, I consider this the unofficial spiritual like, um, prequel, uh, prequel, prequel to prequel. this yeah. match. Yeah. Right? I, I, yeah, that's what I thought when I watched it the first time. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is the prequel for sure. Can I tell you guys a secret? Yes. That's what I wanted. Ooh, let's go! <laughs> we Dang, that. we love to see that. And a very heavy-handed. If you enjoyed this and are curious about how a grassroots scene emerged, you should totally check out these other documentaries. Uh huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have to enter yeah. your voice. You got to do your video voice. Oh, yeah. You know, I've been the using video. my conversational, hyperactive mm-hmm. David voice. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, announcer David's more like this. Yeah. That's hey, right. I, I love that. I mean, I don't have a second voice. Mine's I, like I'm trying to practice. <laughs> I'm trying to record. Like, so my yeah. Marge, like. <laughs> uh, yeah. the Zane, the Zane Marge. Oh my gosh, that's my favorite thing, bro. Oh yeah, he's, he's kills so kills me. He just he's so funny. But I definitely yeah. because we had Riley on. We had Riley Scott uh, on a, a couple of weeks ago. Oh, okay. um, yeah. And he was talking about, you know, like intros to videos and stuff like that. And, you know, like sort of like the first 30 seconds is like where you really want to grab people and sort of like, you know, that kind of whole thing. So I'm trying to like work on doing intros for my content now. And it's like it's hard. Like, usually, like you know, it's it's impressive to have the second kind of voice, you know, Cause I don't want to <laughs> just talk like this for my intro because, no, you know, no one's going to watch that. I got to be like. <laughs> Well, you know, it depends on the type of video that it is. If it's informational, you probably want a voice that sounds informational. If it's yes. a casual video, you want to sound a voice that sounds casual.
casual. So it's yeah, totally yeah. The, the tone of the video. You that's, that's, so you yeah. don't have to you don't have to have a, a voice for it or whatever. I'm listening mm-hmm. to a master at work. <laughs> like I don't, <laughs> I don't know this different voice. Yeah, it's like different voices. You just other voices. Yeah, I'm such a fraud. Yeah. I am not a I am just a person who no, 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 no. Dude, the Windows 10 video was five bullet points. Yeah, it was That's, to the point you though. You know, it was you know, it, it was gets, just enough. Gets it done because yeah. you could, like this. This if you're a Marxist, I'm sorry, but that's the Keynesian theory of economics is wrong. The more work you put into something <laughs> yeah. is not equal no. more value. No, you could put in five hundred thousand hours on something and no one could care about. I was about it. to say if it's yeah. flawed from the start, it's flawed from the start. But <laughs> but not even but, flawed. There's yeah. no measure you can really use to determine if it's flawed or not. It yeah. can be the dumbest thing you ever spend your time on. It could take you one minute. And it could blow up overnight. Like True. There, there's no formula. Like. Putting time into something certainly helps, mm-hmm. and it certainly could be considered to be, you know, uh, 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 what, what would you say, a element of a successful video. Yeah. But sometimes videos that go viral, there's no effort at all put into them. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's like, that's like a tough, tough subject, though. It's like you work really hard and something you're really passionate about versus like something you know will pop off. Yeah. I, yep. I feel like if you go the first route, it's like you might get like a more cold cold audience or another term like a really diehard dedicated dedicated audience who really loves like how much effort you're putting into this and then versus viral it might just you know Mm -hmm. you know like it might be i don't know like just kind of throwaway like work you might just put out you know if you if you choose to make melee content you're kind of going for that dedicated smaller niche yeah you know and if if you want to make the mr beast i Gave $10,000 to random people for fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then the thumbnail and the... the yeah, the... yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to be any part of that at all. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, I, I definitely think that goes back to what we were talking about earlier, where it's like, you know, you got to you gotta sort of know what your goals are. But I also think... I think Melee has taught me this a lot, actually, because, you know, you have to... If you want to get better quickly, you sort of have to put your time into specific things. You know, like, I don't think... You will get better by playing a bunch, but it will take you longer than if you VOD review and, you know, do, you know, make sure you focus on specific things, focus, focus on mm-hmm. why you're messing certain things up. Like I'm talking from a spacey perspective. So that's, that's right. <laughs> yep. But, yep. You know, I, I think that's I think that mirrors a lot of things like, you know, depending on what you're what you're trying to get out of making content is like because if you're just going for like numbers then like yeah you don't you kind of don't have to be as afraid of like compromising your whatever you want to call it your values or your creative spirit or whatever whereas like you know i don't care if this video gets one view like if i make something that i'm proud of then like i'm happy right yeah and i think that you know there's definitely different philosophies of like how it goes because i think you know it goes the same thing with streaming and any form of content really like if you're doing stuff that you love like I feel like people would just naturally naturally gravitate because like if it feels like that's why I haven't you know like I haven't been playing melee very much lately so like, I'm not feeling it right and it's like if I'm not feeling it then I feel like people will catch on to that I'm not mm-hmm. very good Absolutely. at faking it either mm-hmm. it's like you know how am I supposed to fake this for however long yeah. it's like I gotta mm-hmm. just do what I'm feeling you know totally I, mm-hmm. I, on opposite side though again it's like it's like a, it's like a thin it's a balance though like it's tough it's like I heard a concept like one for them one for me like uh it's like what well, i don't mm. do that now but i want to it's like i know what videos i could do would would pop off and you know go crazy but it might, it might not be something i don't even want to do it's like eh, i could do that 
but then I like it, a balance like growth, one for growth, mm-hmm. one for like my my own like yeah, oh, I want to yeah, do yeah. this, but I know people might not even care about this. Mm-hmm. I'm trying. I that might that might be the philosophy I move forward with. It's like I mm-hmm. like that too, though. I think that works. I don't know. I heard some, like a musician did that, does that. And that's how they. It's a great it. idea. It's a great yeah. philosophy. You can do it. Mm-hmm. My problem with that is try envisioning a future with something you don't care about. Yeah, that's so hard for me too. It's like, like I, uh, yeah. this video that people will like comes out that I don't care about. Yeah. It's a, All right. Yeah. I guess I'll put five hours towards that. Yeah. Uh, it's, just like, it's so hard to sit down. It's way harder for me. So like the way hard. I conceptualize things. Yeah. yeah. Like so, so many people after Elevator were like, when are you going to make documentaries on other games? And I was like, I don't want to. I like Melee. That's why I made it. I like mm-hmm. Melee trivia. That's uh-huh, why yeah. I made it. Mm-hmm. And it's like the idea of making a documentary about like, what would be a popular game? I don't even freaking Call know. Call of what Duty, would be <laughs> Modern sure. Warfare, like Call of right. Duty, maybe Call of Duty Four, maybe yeah. a game that people would feel nostalgic for, the first mm-hmm. Modern Warfare game. I'd watch this. I could make a documentary <laughs> on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then, like the thought of making that sounds so yeah, tedious. Like, yeah, like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't care do about the. De- I'm sorry, I don't care about the developers of the game that much. Mm-hmm. I don't like the developers of Melee. Oh. Like, dudes, I'm gonna like creepily DM them and say, "Can I talk to you?" And I'm mm-hmm. gonna, you know, study all their random blogs that are in japanese and translate them exactly but like, you know mm-hmm. people that made other games uh-huh. yeah it's just not you know it's not your it's not where you're at it's not your calling you know yeah we've been yeah. ignoring chat i feel bad we need yeah. to acknowledge chat more that's okay they're used to it yeah no <laughs> 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 i love you it guys. sounds like an abusive relationship <laughs> yeah my dog's also getting mad at me too hippo it's okay hi joe Hey, what's hey, up, Joe? Joe's still stuck. Why yeah, Joe, stuck are you stuck? Okay, Joe, walk outside right now. Yeah, it's, it's and it's give over. me one second. Let me make it full screen so you can see you crawling. Okay, Joe, <laughs> you better go now. <laughs> go ahead, Joe, go. <laughs> no, Do okay, it. okay. I guess we could wrap up. Yeah. No, I'm pretty. I'm pretty happy with this. Yeah, yeah. No, this was, was awesome, yeah, guys. Yeah. I had a great time. Um, Thanks for coming down. Oh, you didn't come down, but come thanks down. for yeah. <laughs> thanks for pulling up to the to the podcast. Yeah, the moving curtains behind you guys looks freaking hilarious, by the way. Okay, well, that's that's Epo. Yeah. My dog is like <laughs> shaking it. He's gone ham. Yeah. It was great to talk to you, though. It was nice to yeah. meet you. It was really nice to meet you. I'm a, you know, Everyone, yeah. I'm, I'm geeking. Oh, so this is, this is really fun. Dude, it was super good to get to know you, Kay. I didn't know you very much before mm-hmm. this. So it was good to get to know you. I'll be checking yeah. out more of your streams for sure. And... Oh, yeah. Same same to you. Like, I'm definitely, you know, I'm, I'm hanging around. Because I was, I, was, I was hanging around a couple of your streams too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, I, uh, yeah, it was really good to meet you. And it was, it was, this was fun. Very fun. Yeah. We'll do it again somehow. Yeah. See you guys. Right. Yeah. See, take care. No, take care. Yeah. See everyone. Bye, everybody. Bye.